G Money. What's up, man? I've been lately. I've been using this beard wash. Oh yeah, Maestro's Classic Beard Wash. Talk about it. I walked in, got it. CVS, Target. You know what I mean? And the, the good people at Maestro's been taking care of me. You know they got this beard butter, the beard restoration. Is it restoration? Is that the right word? I don't know. But that's the same bit that if you put your name in, you get 10% off? Yeah, 10% off at maestrosclassic.com. Maestros with an S. Why don't you use the product yet, G? I have. Look, you see my beard growing, man. Oh. Uh. Get yours today at maestrosclassic.com or walk in Target or CVS and get yours now. And you get 10% off if you put the Queens Flip code on the website. I'm from Queens. Oh, good job. Really well. Is that a new gun? What's up, man? Thank you very much for letting me. Nah, it's cool. Do what you got to do. Whenever you're ready, come in. Oh, let's go, G! Let's go, man. Give me pound. I respect it. I like that shirt. It's hot today. This nigga's a bozo bird ass nigga. Look, he going far in places. He not a bozo. He crazy. He go, I wrote the nigga on Instagram. Where the fuck you went? I thought nigga was out of town. We took a play. He he read it and then respond. You can't do that, nigga. <laughs> to me, we business partners. Y'all don't always respond to this shit in the chat, though. Well, that's you. That's you. You crazy. But he got to respond oh, to me, yeah, my yeah. nigga. You just some crazy. That's your shit. Yeah, just one more. Yeah. How you doing, G Money? Can we start now? You gay, man. G Money, what's up, man? Long time no see. How you feeling? What's up, bro? How was your weekend and shit like that? Weekend? Um, your week? Was I? I guess you know. All right. How you doing? How's how's the love life? Here we go. Damn, son. Why you? You don't want to give it a break? It's, it's... How's the love life, my nigga? She good. You have another baby coming yet? Yeah. For real? Leave it in game. You know what I'm saying? You serious? Splash. Seven. Shoot, shoot the club up. She pregnant? Bow. Is she? Nah, just like, is, <laughs> nah, nah. Oh! Yo! Yo, what's wrong with you, man? I'm back. What's up, you man? You told me to show that I would be tight at you. If I find out like I did last time. Hold up. How I find out about your kids, though? How I find out about you? I told you. No, you didn't. I told you after they were born. I saw when they were like 13. Yo, G. I said, what the? That's you, that's you. I'm sorry. But don't do the same thing to me. At that time, you know, we just met. Oh, man. No, uh. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 like three years, and I'm sorry, I forgot, I forgot. Everything good with you? You good? Everything is good? Chilling, chilling, moving out here, grinding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eater, good how, how you like the new spot that we got? It's clean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you flipped on shampoo the other day. Told that nigga that it's our shit. I, I was very surprised at you, at, your, at your cockiness. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <clears throat> Would it look good? Spaces, how you feeling, man? You good? Why you taking a long time to answer? I was, I was waiting for the time. Yeah, oh, okay. We got Jenna in the building. Chasing your face. How you doing, Jenny? You good? Y'all guys good over there? But we ain't, we don't introduce our guest yet. You know he gotta wait. You yeah, what that what, what that should mean? I asked her, but she didn't tell me. Jace in your face. You know what that means? She said Jace in your face is like uh, female excretion in your face. <laughs> said, right? Is that what it means? Is that what it means? Mmm, I don't know. That's the clean version. I'm not sure. That's the Nick at Night version. So the, the, the Nick at Night, Nick, Nick, yeah, that's the the, the, the the Nickelodeon version is what? That's what it is. What's the BET Raw and Cut version? <laughs> that's what the people want to hear, man. But we good, though. Get, get out of here, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so everything's good, man. Shout out to Spacos. We got a new spot, man. We welcome. Yeah, yeah, this is our yeah, first yeah. episode. Flip the script in a new spot. Yes. I feel good. I feel great. 
It's beautiful, man. And 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 congratulations, Space Ghost. You did a good job, man. Yeah, Space Ghost. A lot good of job, footwork man. in, man. Round of applause for that nigga. Yeah, Space. Look at that nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. He cool, man. He cool. He cool, man. G Money. Yo, how you doing, man? You good? Episode motherfucker sixty six. Nigga, we made it. Round of applause. Today. They got some crazy shit on. I don't know what you got some African shit on. I don't know what the fuck going on. We got the man here. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, entrepreneur. You know, changed the game on the internet. You know, from what I seen and and um a lot of his voice. Doggy Dollars, you know what that shit he be doing. ForbesDVD.com. Forbes, yeah, Forbes. I hate that shit. That's my voice. That's your voice. Right? I hate it. Brandon, got a brand. That shit is a. Full of DVD. Y'all play that shit in everything. So it was one episode I watched. I heard that shit like 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 fourteen <laughs> times in the shit. Cause niggas was stealing, so you gotta brand this shit. Gotta mm. brand it smart. It's smart. We got Doggy Diamonds in the motherfucking building. What's, what's up, up, man? What's up? Chilling, Forbes man. DVD. Doggy Diamonds. Doggy Diamonds. I mean, I'm glad to be here. Um, they don't invite me nowhere, so you invited me to your podcast. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, you very respectful. You allowed me to go eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought you were going to be on some bullshit. I would have ate anyway, but you, you should have allowed <laughs> nah, me to go nah, in. Nah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, he, nah. We had a conversation too before the show. This guy's cool, man. Yeah. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. I'm just glad to be here. How do, you like, how do you like the- Everything the, is good. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you're doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? You Stop much. setting yourself on fucking fire. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm a chill. I'm a chill. I'm a chill. But I'm glad that, you know, um, y'all are black men trying and not only trying doing something outside of killing and robbing and stealing and selling crap. You know thank you, thank you, man. You're actually doing something. You're taking your your intelligence and marketing, it, promoting it, and getting some money. Thank you. That's what it's all about. Appreciate that. Sir. And I'm glad Appreciate that I could come through and, and spread some wisdom and you know sprinkle my little cosign on it and say you know you're doing a good job. Thank you very much, man. It means yeah. a lot, man. Hey, it's, not a com- it's not a lot of camaraderie with us, you know. Mm. Black people just think we gotta compete. Motherfucker get t-shirts, be like, I want t-shirts too. Nigga, you don't even you don't even think about t-shirts. Mm. But you could go outside and it'll be Damn. 80 nail salons Good. with the with the Chinese people and they don't say, why you got a nail salon over here? But let a nigga open up a barber shop too close to another nigga's shop and take his customers. Mm. All out war. How yeah. many nail salons on the same block? Four. How many Chinese restaurants on the same block? Four. Do you see them beefing? No. Let a nigga open a barbershop too close to another nigga barbershop. What do you think that is? What do you think is wrong? Why do you think we like that? It's because we was taught to hate ourselves. So in hating ourselves, I can look at you and hate you because when I look at you, no. I see me. You, you don't know? think so? Disagree, space. You don't know the Chinese. You, you because the Chinese people, how you know they not beefing with them? Because if they do beef with each other, it's not public. It's not public. Everything we do is public. It goes on social media. We talked about that earlier. You could tell how somebody social media tell everything. You could tell when a motherfucker broke up with a significant other. You could tell when a motherfucker feel like his man is a piece of shit. You could mm. tell everything because everybody expressed their emotions on social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody talking about fucking these fuck niggas. Like, yo, who you talking about? Call that nigga on the phone. I understand. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, when, I can't. First of all, I see you put the shit behind him. I, I didn't see that. That's good. You think you slick? I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but um, like it, but right? um, <laughs> as far as I, I mean, I have to agree with. Him. I, ha- I haven't seen. Or was it brought to our attention that two nail salon owners were beefing with each other? I never seen that. I never heard that. I never or seen it. Places, yeah, I or never, Chinese places, yeah. Or Chinese store. Even when I did a prank at the Chinese food store, they said you could go down the block to the other one. That's what I heard. So, you know, that's just... It's the ethnicity. That's how the Chinese people are, I guess. I don't know. I, we we I understand what you're saying. I mean, you know, sometimes we do take things to social media. I'm, I'm, I have been a victim of that and a victim and a... 
and an enforcer. And um, sometimes it's just we caught, get caught up in the whole social media. We argue era. over nothing. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we get such a small piece of the pie mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, no, we can't have two podcasts. It's either Doggy Diamonds No Filter or Flip the Script. Which one you fuck with? Mm-hmm. But that's the corporate America way, though. You can't drink Coke and Pepsi. You got to make a choice. Mm-hmm. You can't like McDonald's or Burger King. You got to make a choice. That's the corporate America way, and mm-hmm. they instilled it in us. So now we look at each other. Everything is competition. There is no camaraderie. You know how bigger we would be if we all stuck together and did shit together in unison without saying, fuck that nigga flip after that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Other people don't do that shit. We do that shit because we get a little bit, and then they say, y'all niggas fight over this little bit. Mm. So now we was having this conversation on our way here on the car. It's like they give you a little bit, and then they make us fight over it. But who gets the biggest piece of the pie? I mean, right now we're all on iTunes. The mm-hmm. podcast is free on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, we get money from our endorsement, but iTunes get advertising dollars. YouTube get advertising dollars. You know what YouTube is doing some fuck shit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's but they get their money and they have us fighting over a little bit. So I'm like, damn, I only made such and such, you know, racks from my YouTube. Look at that nigga flip numbers. Fucking why y'all fuck with him? So that's where it comes from because. When do lions hunt? I don't know anything about the, the jungle. When they hungry? When they hungry. But before that, the elks, <clears throat> the deers, the antelopes could run around all day. Soon as they get hungry, motherfuckers turn into lions and killers. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with us. Through poverty, how we was brought up, and being hungry, I'm talking about physically hungry for food and feeding yourself and your family, it makes us hunt one another, though. We don't kill the lion we don't kill the elks and the deers we look at each other mm-hmm. and start saying yo fuck that nigga flip why why he must be using bots on his number you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. just the natural hate that we have to each other because we fighting for the little bit of the crumbs that was thrown off the table and mm-hmm. we don't say yo flip let's do a collaboration on the project let's do this let's do that that's what we got to do but we mm-hmm. can't do that because we don't know how to because i naturally was raised not to trust you Mm-hmm. So so let's let's slow down. Let's just bring it back a little bit. I don't want to be too intelligent. No 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 no. That's something. all I know how to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, be, 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 good, as, be as intelligent as you can. Yeah yeah. Somebody got to be intelligent in this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I'm not talking about nothing. You know, I'm just yeah. I just want to articulate it for people I'm a, because that's the problem. And I'm, that, I'm acting like a sponge. Yeah, I think that's what's happening with us in media, and mm-hmm. and our shit is called urban. Mm-hmm. Why is it called urban? Everything we do is called urban. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that automatically means nigga or black. Mm-hmm. You understand? So mm-hmm. when you get a tag put on you, you have an urban podcast. Do Joe is what is Joe Rogan shit? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. ever look at their numbers? Because we always say if Flip could do it, I could do it. Because I look at you like you ain't shit. Mm. We don't respect each other individually we just always looking to compete with one another mm. me i say yo that's what that man do he good at that i ain't setting myself on fire on ig hmm. if he gonna do that that shit is that's what he do that shit funny but i don't feel like damn look at his numbers oh i want to do that that's what's fucked up we always trying to compete with one another and take each other out that's why so much carbon copies of the same shit mm-hmm. and nobody's being innovative nobody is trying to do anything that's gonna take culture and all this shit higher. It's just mm-hmm. like, yo, oh, he did that, he got followers off that, I'm doing that same shit. Fuck him, I got John Blaze. 
Now nah, let him do his thing. Let me do my thing. We come together. Shit, if you got shirts and he got pants and he got sneakers, we got an outfit. I got the hats. Damn, this nigga good, man. We got outfits. Why I gotta be like, yo, he got shirts and I got shirts. That's it. That's we it, still that's need it. the pants and the and the, and the hats, that's, right? Let's say he cool yet. Yeah. Uh, you just know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. That that's what it should be about. So a lot of times the court the big corporate sponsors say, I'ma give it all a flip then we gonna turn into lions, cause we hungry. So we say flip, yo spread that love, or fuck y'all niggas. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what we do with one another. Me, I always been like, anytime somebody called me, I always gave them game. Everything that I acquired, everything I know, I can't take this shit me, with me when I die. Mm -hmm. Every thought, everything you put in the universe, you might be the word that changed the biggest shit in the world, your thought. Because everything starts with a thought. Sex start with a thought. Babies is a thought. What you said, I'm a fucker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's everything starts with a thought. So thought manifests itself into actions, and then the action, the thrusting, you know, fucking sperm goes down from your brain, mm -hmm. starts from the thought down your body, through your motherfucking penis, into mm -hmm. the woman, mm -hmm. and then she has a baby. Everything starts with a thought. Where was you before? That's what your, what your pops and moms did. You wasn't even thought of. Right? They literally said it to you. You wasn't mm -hmm. even thought of mm -hmm. at that mm -hmm. time. Damn, I didn't know that shit came Everything start with a thought. Yeah. Because it you starts with that? a thought. You mean know that. Look. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, like, what, shit, like how, we, how I am, I'm like, yo, let's spread the information. Let's give the information. I say to you, yo, you ain't getting no money off that? Oh, this is how you advertise. Rec used to say to me, yo, man, you been giving these motherfuckers game. I'm like, yo, at the end of the day, if he eat, he ain't gonna look at my shit and wanna take it. Cause mm. he's a lion in the jungle. I understand, so I gotta help people feed themselves. Now after I help you, what they say, you feed a man, he gonna eat for one day. You teach him how to fish, he gonna eat for five days. Mm -hmm. So that's what I be teaching niggas how to fish. That's what you do. So, so let's, let's just back up a little bit. Tell uh -huh. us who Doggy Diamonds is. Where, where you from, where? I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn um, Park. Uh, they be saying Clinton Hills, man. I ain't from Clinton Hills, man. I'm from Fulton Street. Like, I'm from Fulton and Waverly. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like, you go outside right now, all, all little niggas is outside. <laughs> Jay Critch, all them little niggas is outside on my block right now. Oh, yeah? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm from. I'm oh, so you from I'm over there. I'm one of the original staples of my neighborhood. I grew up with Biggie. Um, He's from two blocks over. Mm -hmm. Little Kim, we all from the same neighborhood. So that's the hood that I'm from. We call it bed style, but then they, you know, Brooklyn, they started gentrifying and changing the fucking names and shit. So we don't even know where we from no more. But I'm from Fulton Street. So you from there? That's where you yes, grew I'm up. Yes, I'm from there. What, what what was it like growing up? Like what was it like you growing up as a child in 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 the hard streets of Brooklyn? My my childhood was fucked up. My what, mother really? died when I was two years old. So mm -hmm. I'm um, sorry to hear that. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. So you know, um, in life, I always was tough because I didn't want people to feel sorry for me because I didn't have a mother, because I, I was her baby, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So from that, everybody's always like, oh, the baby, look at the baby, his mother's not here. So I always felt like people felt sorry for me. Who, who, who did you live with? Did my you grandmother, have, my grandmother, who, 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 her mother. Her mother. Me, you know what I'm saying? Did you have any siblings? Yes, I got two um, sisters and an older brother. I'm the baby. Oh, you're the baby, so yeah, she passed yeah. away two years? Yeah, when a... I was two years old. What about your father, did you know him? My father, I, um, I knew him, I got to, uh, he eventually ended up taking us when I was six years old on my sixth birthday party. He took us and we moved to Staten Island. Now, this is the funny story. He just took y'all? 
No, no. I mean, we as big as kids. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, so okay. We as kids. Like, so grandma, like, oh, my gra- damn kids. Grandma was okay with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I moved it. there for a few years in Staten Island. And then my father, um, the vicious uh, crack hit Staten Island. And my father became a, um, a victim of substance abuse and he was a crackhead. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Uh, Before he became a crackhead, tell us... Truck driver. Truck driver. How did so, you view him? Um, strong dude, strong mm. dude. Like, yo, my pops, you know, your father's a Superman. Mm. My father driving 18 wheelers. You know what I'm saying? Money. 18 wheelers, cross country. Um, you know, workout regimen was crazy. He was a he was a Marine. So he taught me how to clean. He taught me how to cook. Like to this day, I be cooking in crib, making falafels and shit like the exotic <laughs> shit. That niggas like, yo, how you know how to make this shit? You know what I'm saying? I learned that shit from my pops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He told me, yo, if you could feed yourself, you never have to worry about nobody feeding you. Mm. So he taught me how to cook. He taught me morals, val- um, values, and principles. As little, you know what I'm saying? And um, taught me to read. So I got a lot of his characteristics, you know, before the drugs hit. And reason why that's important, and the reason why I tell people my story about my father being hit with the drugs, that shit hit so many people in the black community. We seen some of the strongest men reduced to niggas that you send to the store. And this nigga used to be a killer on the block. But the minute he put that stem in his mouth, he got reduced to nothing. We seen some of the most beautiful women was giving dudes head in a corner for $3. Some of the most beautiful women that you, you know what I'm saying? Your man moms, your your aunts was out in the street sucking motherfuckers off for crack. So that shit affected a lot of us, you know. But I like to tell my story because I feel like from what happened, I overcame a lot of that shit. Because I'm supposed to be fucking crazy. Right. The shit I seen. But when I see the little dudes that's crazy, or even some of the people I age that's fucking crazy, I understand. But I try to say, yo, my nigga, I know. I was there, you know what I'm saying? I came from that shit. I know what it's like for niggas to run up in my crib and throw burners on me at fucking eight years old and me jumping out the bathroom window. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas mm-hmm. was robbing, the, my crib was the crack spot. Mm-hmm. They call it bando, they call it trap now, but my shit, you know, we called it the spot. Mm-hmm. My shit was the spot, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So just just seeing all this shit, it, it, it really shapes you, and but then it hardens you a little bit. So when, as I grew up and I got older, I just wasn't taking shit from nobody. I'm like, yo, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I've been through a lot as a little kid. Y'all, you got your mother. Like, when I see motherfuckers disrespecting their moms, I be like, yo, man, you only gonna get one mother. I wish I could have a conversation with mine. Mm. And you can have a conversation with yours and look how you talk to your mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of times, you know, um, my persona comes off a little abrasive, which I'm really not, but I'm serious because I be like, yo, man, there ain't no rewind button on life. We can't be playing with this shit. We got to really, really go hard every day, day in and out, day in and day out, and set a precedence for the people that's coming behind us. Because that's why these little niggas is crazy. They look at us like we ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because some of us act like them. The the, the question I want to ask is that, do you remember when, when do you, you remember when your father first got on crack, but do you remember seeing the transition? Do you, can you replay yeah. in your head where yeah. he, what, what, what was like, this is a little personal. What was like the first thing you saw that that you may have thought that yo, know, my pops was on drugs? Was it? Was I remember it? going to school and they. This is the uh, the say no to drugs campaign, mm-hmm. and they showed the crack capsules, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Them shits be in my house." Oh shit! You know what I'm saying? So you not like like the first time I knew I learned that I was black was from a white kid 
believe it or not, because I was doing a project. I was a gifted student, so I was in like a lot of gifted schools and classes and mm -hmm. special classes. So it was a kid by the name of Richard Scully, fifth grade. We had to do a project together. And I said, yo, Richard, um, I'm going to come to your crib. Because he couldn't come to my crib. My shit fucked up. So I'm like, yo, Richard, I'm going to come to your crib to, so we can start the project. And he was like, I didn't say crib at the time. I'm going to come to your house. He was like, um, you can't come to my house. I was like, why not? He said, my mother don't like black people. I was like, black? I'm black? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of us, unlike now, a lot of kids are growing up cultured. With us, we was taught to love everybody, especially in Staten Island. It's a gang of white people out there. You know what I'm saying? So that let me know he don't like he don't like black people. So if he could say that in fifth grade, imagine what she instilled in him. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So growing up, you you can't come to my crib because my crib is fucked up. And that was when I first started seeing a change in my father, the things that he normally would care about. Like I said, morals, values, and principles, you start seeing it go. Then the Nintendo is missing. Then the VCR is missing. Mm. Ain't no food in the crib. So you start seeing the motherfucker, you start seeing themselves. How many of you lived with him? Um, it was all of us, and then it was just me. It was just me. They left? Yeah, yeah they they was they're older than me. So they was able to escape. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna act like, you know, my crib was like uh, you know, third world country or some shit like that. It was normal to the fucked up thing about normal was that we live in fucked up conditions and we think it's normal till you live somewhere else. And you realize, mm. damn, man, I've been living fucked up the whole time. You ever travel and you go to like Cancun or some shit mm -hmm. and they open holding the door open for you and it's food and nice weather and you're like, I ain't going back to the block. Yeah, I can't go back to the block. I got to work hard because I can't go back to that shit. I'm used to being pampered. I'm used to living like this. So once I left and moved back to Brooklyn, that's when I realized I was living fucked up. But the whole time I was there, it was normal. See, we get complacent with fucked up shit. We start thinking that shit is normal. You know what I'm saying? It should be so fucked up, we think it's normal. Right. That's why the society that we live in is the way. That's why all the hoods and the projects is the way it is. Because some of the little dudes and some of the older people never left the block. It's there to contain you. The liquor store is there. The Chinese food is there. The chicken spot is there. Everything is there for you not to travel and see other shit. You don't reach for anything more because where you going? Everything right here. You want some Chinese food? It's right there. You want some liquor? It's right there. The weed spot is right there. Everything is right there. Do not leave. When you leave and you start seeing other shit, you're saying, damn, man, life is better other places. I'm living fucked up. Oh, they don't have, y'all don't have piss in y'all elevators? <laughs> Ain't no crackheads out here? But when you live there, you live there so long, you become indoctrinated with fucked up shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yo, so how so, did that affect you growing up? Like now, now you like you know eight years old, nine years old, ten years old. You're getting older. You're in school. Like yeah. How, how did that affect your you know? I was fucking up? them kids up in school. I was whipping their ass because at the end of the day, I had to find a way to express besides sports. You know what I'm saying? But motherfuckers was coming to school with granola bars and pop tarts and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I never even seen that shit before wow. because. In the crib, you know, you get oodles and noodles and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's the cheapest shit. You get oodles and noodles. Motherfucker got a Pop-Tart. I'm like, what's that? You turn into a lion. Yeah, so so then you turn into the lion, start saying, yo, y'all niggas getting Buttercrunch cookies? I want them cookies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, you ain't bring no cookies for me? You gonna have to bring some cookies for me tomorrow. So now I'm the class clown and the bully. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Because I gotta be a clown 
before you clown me because my sneakers is fucked up. Right. My gear is fucked up. I don't got no haircut. So I got to shit on you before you shit on me. But then if you get back on me, I'm snuffing you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that comes from my home life. Right. Then it started affecting me academically because I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I'm, I'm here learning. Man, I'm trying to take another tray home because I'm going to be hungry later. Mm. Ain't no food in the crib. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying all this to say a lot of children you see these days acting out. Look at their home life. Some of them are living fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And it manifests itself in their behavior. So when you see them in school, sometimes if you talk to them, and I say to everybody, get therapy. Go talk to somebody. I went and talked to somebody. I went and sat on the couch just like this, and this is therapy for me right now because it's going to be hundreds of people, thousands of people look and say, yo, that was my life too. Mm-hmm. That was my life too. And if he could get out of that, I could get out of that shit too because it was weighing me down for years, but we afraid to express ourselves because once I tell Flip my problems, when the nigga get mad at me, he gonna say, yo, but your father was smoking. Cause that's what we do to each other when we get mad at each other. Mm-hmm. So you go talk to somebody who's never gonna judge you, never gonna put your business in the street. Mm. That's why I was talking about the exposing shit earlier. The minute mm-hmm. we get mad at each other, nigga, you was laying crackhead suck your dick back in the dick. That's what we do to one another. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now we feel like we can't trust each other. You ever seen a time where everybody talking about they can't trust nobody? Mm-hmm. You ever fuck with a nigga hard body and then he put a status up talking about I can't trust nobody? He be like, nigga, you can't trust me? <laughs> True. Because he didn't say, I can't trust nobody but Flip. He said, I can't trust nobody. Thanks. And I was talking about that earlier in the call today. I mean, sometimes it's based off experience. Yeah. I think that I was <clears throat> telling my homegirl that today, Jenna, I was like, you know, I question things a lot because of the past experience, and mm-hmm. it's a shame. I'm shame. aware of that. I'm aware that I'm doing it. and But I think that's like a, a coping for me, meaning that if I question it and it doesn't happen, I didn't put too much expectation into it. My feelings can't be as hurt as you know, it may I have been. Is? No expectation equals no disappointments. Yeah. You don't expect nothing. You can't. I don't, I don't need you to talk for me. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was, that was fire. Just slow you going to steal my shit. No, but that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. No expectations. And, and, and that's what it is. I mean, sometimes you want to trust somebody. Sometimes you want to be able to talk to somebody and know that yo, they really there. But in this world, the shit be so crazy. Nigga get mad at you. Tell my yo, Queens Flip called me crying last night. Facts. Like, Damn, my nigga. Like, I couldn't even get my cry <laughs> Thirsty off. ass nigga. You forgot yeah, it. Because... <laughs> Because, but see, this is one thing that I do have, and I'm happy that I do have that. I have uh, maybe about four people that I talk to in my life. And I don't react off emotion a lot. Every time that I've, I've always responded. Mm-hmm. I'm never the aggressive. I'm the black piece on the chessboard. Mm-hmm. You make a move, I'm a move after that. So a lot of times I call my cousin, mm-hmm. my older cousin, I call my older brother. And the first thing I say to them all the time, yo, am I bugging? Hmm. And because I know that they love me, they'll kill for me, mm-hmm. they'll live for me, mm-hmm. they'll die for me, mm-hmm. I know that they're going to give me the right answer. It's times where I call my cousin and say, yo, I got X amount of dollars there. Just bail me out because I'm about to stab this nigga. And you know what he say to me? Nigga, go home. Now, my cousin bout it 100%. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to let me do nothing stupid. Mm-hmm. The average nigga be like, yo, who? Jig that nigga. Or, yo, I be right there. Now mm-hmm. he be like, yo, go home. Go home. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times I be like, damn, do I throw it all away 
for some motherfucker who don't got nothing to lose and nothing to live for. Mm. That's the most dangerous motherfucker. So I so a lot of times off emotion, we we snap. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. it's like the biggest thing on a man will never be his money, never be his car, never be his dick, never be none of that. It will always be his ego. You know what I'm saying? So having the ego sometimes, we don't want our ego tested and we always got to be tough. Because if you weak mm. in this shit, in this society that we live in, mm-hmm. you're going to be the antelope. The deer, but what I, you know, I, I'm I'm a victim of not really a victim. I, you know, I have a I have a big ego, and I'm just happy that I surround myself with people that that's able to point it out to me because I don't want my ego to overshadow my intentions. Yes, yeah. I don't want my ego to overshadow, you know, my determination or, or what I feel for people. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Makes so sense. you know, I have I have I have a friend, you know, her name is Georgie. I work with her, and she always tell me about my ego, and sometimes. I don't want to hear that shit, but when I go home and think about it, she she's right. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's some ego shit. Because what am I really upset about? And then it, when it, when you it's being the head of something, when your ego kick in, now you want to show that who dick is is, is bigger. Yeah. Now you want now I'ma show you, nigga. Like, all right, so now you want to play with me, and I, it don't need to be that way. And that's course. what I had belittling, to learn. Belittling others to make yourself do because because I already know. Sorry to cut you. Yeah. I already know. I already know that <clears throat> my position. So why do I need to reiterate it to anyone else? It's an yeah. ego thing. I don't need to reiterate yeah, it because yeah. they know the same thing I know. They see. You understand what I'm saying? So I reiterate it just to to build myself up. And that shit is a fucked up thing. I had to flip, no pun intended, I had to flip my way of thinking because of my stature and who I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm the end. <laughs> I'm the end for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm the closest end for a whole neighborhood. So a lot of times when people fuck with me, my little niggas in the hood be like, yo, it's off with his head when he see when we see and I be like, chill. We ain't gotta do that. Right. We ain't gotta do that. Because sometimes you are the bag. You the bag. Mm. You're the biggest inspiration for your neighborhood. You're the mm. biggest inspiration for your people. And people gonna protect you that's at what, all costs. That's what I tell them, man. So I start saying to myself, damn man. If I go down, this whole fucking, everything goes. Everything dies. So I say, I got to chill. So a lot of times you see comments, doggy dummies, you pussy, when I see you, I'm going to smack you. Why, what the fuck you want to smack me for? Why you want to, why don't you take your shades off? Let me look in your eyes. I don't want no man looking in my eyes. I tell people why I wear shades. I'm always up working. I have bags under my eyes, so I wear my fucking shades. And my shades is cool. That's me. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas wear hats. Some some of y'all niggas got your butt out in your pants. I don't tell you to pull your pants up. You a butt out nigga. You know what I'm saying? Why you mad at my shades? Pause, pause. Yeah, but they yeah. they got to pause that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Everybody got fact. what they have, but it's like we look at each other, and we look at each other with such disgust and hate, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck you hate me for? I'm just doing my thing. I've never, ever in my life had anybody. You could ask anybody who's ever stopped me in the streets. Whether I was in Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, all the way in Atlanta, Doggy Diamonds, what's up? I will stop and give a nigga an hour conversation. Mm. You know why? Because I know what I'm about to say to him is going to change their life. This, you, I stopped somebody from committing suicide before. Wow. I was at DTF Radio doing a show and somebody called in and it was just like, yo, I just want to end it all. And I've been there before. I've been like, yo, look, man. I'm at the point where 
it can't get no worse than this shit. The only thing worse is death. So let me see what the fuck that's like, because this shit is fucked up. But then I said to myself, well, ain't no coming back from that. You could get up tomorrow and try again, but after you blow your brains out or jump. And then I said, yo, if I jump out the window and I don't die, that shit going to hurt. Hmm. I'm going to wish I was dead. You know what I'm saying? So then you start finding coping mechanisms for your thoughts. And then you say, I could heal people. I could talk to people. I could help people that's on the fence, that want to body themselves. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Look at everything we get ridiculed for. We get ridiculed for everything. Nigga too fat. Nigga too light. I get cold, light skin. You so light skin. You can't be black. Hmm. But all I ever did was speak for black people. Now it's cool to be woke and conscious. Mm -hmm. If you look at old videos of me when I was 300 pounds, I still was speaking for black people. Still speaking up about black people and independent media, how important that is for us to have our media, for us to be the noises, the vices, the complexes. That's important for us to have that, not for them to take our narratives and our culture and dictate it to us and tell us what's hot. Mm -hmm. How the fuck they know? They ain't never been in the streets. Hmm. This is street culture. This is all this shit is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We found a way to monetize it. I could really be in jail right now. I could be dead. But I'm chilling. And we all have our fun. I bug the fuck out. I, I say crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we do a lot of things in jest. We have a good time. But I know that as little dudes that feel hopeless as fuck right now. And mm -hmm. I'd be like, nah, you got hope. You Hold got on. hope. Pardon me, I'll cut Dang. you off, but let's backtrack a little bit. I uh -huh. want to go back to the, the the story. You you was growing up. You had the pop situation. Mm -hmm. I, I want to hear transition. So you know, you 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 moved back to a grandma's back to in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yes, back and to grandma's. After that, what happened? Talk, talk to us about what happened. I, I straight up and down. Um, what age you left though? Uh, I I lived I left when I was twelve. All right. Moved back from so, six to twelve. So okay. I lived in in Staten Island for six years, but it seemed so long. Right. Cause you know, when you were a kid, you were in school for 10 hours. So them days drag like a motherfucker. So it seemed longer than that. So I moved back when I was 12. Now I'm back in Brooklyn. This shit different from Staten Island. You back in the belly of everything. So crack is out. Mm. This is uh, in the, in the, the late 80s. Big Daddy Kane is just coming out. So motherfuckers got flat tops and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking like, yo, what the fuck is going on? So it's kind of a culture shock. Right. Because my cousins is going outside and like, yo, we going to catch wreck. I'm like, what's that? Yo, we going to fuck somebody up. Like, for what? For nothing. Mm. Fuck it. I'm going too. So now you peer pressured into being tough. Because if you're not tough, you are the elk the deer, mm. the antelope. And this is what these little niggas is going through right now. They're being pressured into being tough or you pussy. Right. Again, the ego thing. So that's why they joining street organizations and shit that they necessarily might not necessarily want to be a part of. But everybody else is doing it. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm back in Brooklyn. The thing that saved my life was music. Because I got bit by I wanted to be a DJ. Oh, okay. So now I'm on the turntable. I speak my language now. Let's talk you know about it. You know what I'm it. saying? Now I'm on the turntables. Now I see Technique 1200s. And mm. I'm like, oh, shit, what's this? And then, you know, my man Mark and my man Harry Hash, they on the turntables. And then I met Clark Kent. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. And then I'm going in the crib, listening to Molly Maul, Pete Rock, and Kevy Kev on the radio. And now, instead of me going outside fucking people up, I'm in the crib studying music because I'm going to make a record. 
Mm. So when they say, what you want to be when you grow up? I'm making a record. How you going to do that? I don't know, but I'm doing it. So now I'm not wilding as much as I used to. Now I'm in the crib. Mm. Did, you gradu- did you graduate from high school? Hell no. I high never graduated. School, school? I went to Sarah J. Brooklyn, everybody know about Sarah mm-hmm. J. Right next to White Call, Gowanus, White Call. But you LG. didn't graduate high school. I didn't graduate. I used to go up to the school, go to the liquor store and get some Cisco and sit outside and wild out. You know what I'm saying? Whip people ass outside the school. Like, Man. this is what we did. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my homies in LG, too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my White Call homies and all my Gowanus people, too. You know, so, um, because you in it. My cousin, Z- it's so many males in my family. That's the shit too. When you come from a big family and it's maybe like five to six dudes in a crib at any given time, when you look at the animals, <laughs> if you the runt, you don't eat. Mm-hmm. Everybody else getting that titty but you. You better fight for a titty. <laughs> I was the littlest. I'm the youngest. So it's like, yo, all you want to do is watch wrestling and play Nintendo and listen to music. You pussy. How you prove you're not pussy? Fighting, you go outside sure. and punch somebody in their mm-hmm. face. Niggas say something to you, you swinging. So now you prove you're not pussy. So now that you mm. proved yourself, now you can fuck with the music. You know what I'm saying? Then the music, back at one point when you was a DJ or MC, niggas looked at you like a clown. You doing that music shit? Nigga, you better get this money. Now the music shit is what it is. Is everybody's yeah. doing. But yeah. I remember when niggas were saying, you still fuck with that rap shit? I remember seeing Uncle Murder. Uncle Murder, I knew since he was um about 12 years old. Uncle Murder was my artist at one point. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He definitely is from the Pink Houses. He was in a group called the E&Y Clip. He's come to my crib. I was producing all his because I transitioned from a DJ to a producer. Okay. I came under Trackmasters. They trained me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. So- um, I DJ for Roxanne Shantae. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. I just, I just, I just watched that documentary. Yeah, I toured. Yeah, I was, I was Roxanne, around. Roxanne. Yeah, I was, I was little around that shit. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I toured. I did so much shit as a little nigga. So it's like even me being, I'm like a a, a veteran in some shit, but I really grew up in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I knew everybody as a little kid. So, um, just just coming back, just being in the crib, just always working on music. Uncle Murder coming to my crib, and I remember seeing Murder. He probably was like 15. I'm like, Yo, Murder. His name wasn't Murder at the time, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, Baby Taz, what's up? Yo, I'm still trying to do this rap shit. But you was really looked at as a clown for trying to be a rapper. Because mm. all the tough niggas ain't rap. Now, all the tough niggas rap. You know what I'm saying? So we, I watched the transition of the game. I remember niggas who used to say, I ain't with that rap shit. Those are niggas in the booth now. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those are niggas that's trying to do podcasts. That's the niggas who's trying to do videos. So it's it's crazy that the shit that we used to get clowned for, everybody's attempting to do it now. You you so you was a DJ, mm-hmm. became a producer. Uh huh. How did you? What was? How did you get into the whole the video thing? Yeah. The funny thing about video that oh, was it before you met Mrec. Yes, yes, yes. Mrec um was my artist at one point too. He said that, I was yes. doing his music. Um. I didn't like the way they was doing him. Wreck, to know Wreck is the love Wreck. Wreck is very abrasive and very assertive. And I like it because when it comes to his shit, you gotta be like that. And when he met me, I was on that time, like, yo, I'm the best producer ever. Fuck everybody. I love Pete Rock, mm-hmm. but I'm better than that nigga. And that was my mentality, you know what I'm saying? Because I used to be like, yo, if nigga, Michael Jackson say he need to open a neck, you think I'm gonna say take Pete Rock and see how smooth? 
Like, no, take me and my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had the competitive spirit. Even though when I see Pete Rock, I tell him, yo, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, I was walking around the hood. I had a big-ass VHS camera where you took the tape out mm-hmm. of the camera and put it in the VCR. Mm-hmm. But I was taping, making crackheads do dumb shit. We would knock niggas out, put it on camera, play knockout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what was flip at there in the sun, right? <laughs> we was we was on. Um, we would go on the train with like 20, 30 guns, film it. You know what I'm saying? Just doing dumb shit. And then I realized I was, you know, then I realized, yo, this shit is fun because you be doing shit to laugh at. Them, the minister society came out. And he was like, yo, stop bitching about my thing. I was like, yo, no, we got to erase all these tapes. Some of this shit is incriminating because I didn't know. Yeah, I just didn't know. I'm just like, we in the crib laughing at this shit. Mm-hmm. So I always had a, um, a, a, a DV camera or some type of camcorder. And then when I started producing and I had my group, I was like, let's film the rehearsals and watch the rehearsals like game tape mm. so we know everybody got their steps together, you know, the movement, everybody's moving correctly, you doing the punch-ins correctly. I was on it like that. I always was a coach, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I started filming all the rehearsals, started filming all the studio sessions. So one day, tapes is going to come out of me in 1999 in the studio with people. And everybody's going to laugh at it. But that's how young I was in the studio. I've always been like the head of everything. You know what I'm saying? I've always been the mastermind. Like, yo, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do that. So that's when the camera shit started. So Rec, um, that's when the D- did you start making DVDs at the time yet? Nah, that was oh, this before is the tape, DVD. The tape. Rec was the it. first one to do the DVDs. He did the outside of... Um, Hot 97. Hot 97. Mm-hmm. Then he had to change the name to outside of 395 Hudson. Me and Rec probably didn't speak in a year because I was going through a lot of shit at the time. I didn't want nothing to do with music. I didn't want nothing to Why? do with... It was just a lot of repressed things that happened from my youth. Okay. Post-traumatic stress. One day that shit just hit you. Like, yo, man, I've been through some real shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel stuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're like, yo, I feel stuck. I'm wild overweight. I got this gun on me every day. I'ma shoot somebody outside. I'ma throw it all away. Somebody play with me, look at me the wrong way. I'm killing them. And then you start saying, yo, look how fucking destructive you are and you become. For what? What's the problem? And then you able to look at your trauma. And it ain't nobody fault that he looked at me. It ain't nobody fault that he stepped on my shoe. So I start trying to come out of it and then getting back up with Rhett. He's like, yo, I'm going to show you this footage. I want to um put out this DVD. And I'm like, fuck you, a DVD? Like what? He's like, yeah, you got like Smack DVD. You got all these DVDs. I'm going to do some shit like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do it. So he was like, but I need the, 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 uh, the DVD edited. So I said, yo, there's some niggas in my hood, George and Scott, that do editing. I took them to him, took him to them. They took a long ass time to edit the DVD, motherfuckers. And um, that's what made us learn how to edit. You know what I'm saying? So um, we put, we, and then I end up scoring the DVD. I put all the music on the DVD and I put some of my artists on the DVD. And then um, he put the DVD out and it was like a street classic. And I was like, wow, this shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then from there, he's like, yo, I want to do more DVD. So then Jordan Tower came to him to distribute his burn DVD. And Jordan was doing a come up DVD. Jordan wanted Rec to do the interviews for the come up DVD. But Rec was like, Nah, my man is a fucking hip-hop historian. He's ill. He asks questions. He don't got no fucking paper, none of that shit. He'll be better at doing it. So they gave me a shot to do the come-up DVD. The first interview I did, uh, 
was might have been um hot rod. I did hot rod interview. I did an interview for you and a nigga. Yeah, hot rod. Yep. Oh wow. Um, Damn, yeah, we did a video for Hot Rod. Uh, I did an interview, interview Joe Button, interview Ransom. So I started. I came right in the game, interviewing names. You know what I'm saying? So, so what? Mrek told us that he had a, uh, uh, there was a misunderstanding with Smack one time. Oh yeah, yeah, that was my fault though. <laughs> I, I, listen, I was so I'm so passionate. Like you know, I want people to know. Like I said, never confuse my passion with anger. Mm-hmm. I really love this shit. I really dedicate my life to this shit. And before I ever made a dollar off it, I was doing it. I would remain doing it even if I never made no money. It's just that mm-hmm. I learned how to make money. I'm happy. But before I knew it was money in it, I was doing it. YouTube wasn't always paying. I don't know if niggas know that shit. YouTube would pay you after you got 100,000 views. They might give you like 30, 34 cents or some stupid shit like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So Smack, they had just interviewed who? It was Beasley too. Beasley was doing the interviews. Who the fuck? I think they interviewed Ja Rule. And I'm like, yo, Rhett, is it me or them niggas bit our shit? When the fuck have they been doing them interviews like that? He was like, yo, you right, man. I'm calling that nigga right now. I was like, yeah, call that nigga, man. Fuck that. So he said, yo, I just barked on that nigga smack, man. We supposed to meet by the diner in East New York right now. Fuck that. I'm like, yo, where, where, who? I'm on my way there. So then he was like, yo, I spoke to the nigga. Yo, I think we wrong. Them niggas been doing that shit like that. I'm like, nah, fuck that. Them niggas bit our <laughs> shit, man. He's like, nah, look at they shit. They and I was like, yo, you know what? You right. You know what I'm saying? You right. And oh, uh, me and Smack always been cool. I, I I got a lot. I got a tremendous amount of respect for Smack. I'm a little mad at the way Smack get treated. Mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. I don't like the way the battle rappers treat him. I don't like the way they um take to him i feel like he saved and changed a lot of people life he did and a lot of motherfuckers is unappreciative because there's no fucking where in the world that you can rhyme for nine minutes hmm. for five thousand dollars nowhere and y'all fuck niggas be forgetting y'all rhymes there you go and then when eminem called y'all for a bum ass stack y'all went to the crib but if beasley or smack call you for a stack you ain't doing it I, don't, I didn't respect that. I was like, yo, that's why you don't see me at the battle rap events. I no. used to be one of the first niggas. Yeah, I heard, I heard. I, I don't fuck with it no more because the niggas is disloyal. Mm. You disloyal to the nigga who fed y'all. We wouldn't even know who the fuck y'all niggas was if it wasn't for him. Mm. So how you gonna do me? Mm. I seen how they did me when Vlad started doing uh, motherfucking yeah. battle rap interviews. Michael Hughes was doing battle rap interviews. Shout so out that, to that kid. You yeah, know what I'm so saying? That, hey, cool, hey, cool. They was like, fuck me. We on Vlad Couch now. Mm-hmm. You was do, but I saw you interviewing battle rappers. Before. I was interviewing all these niggas from Queen of the Ring, everything. I saw I was it. in niggas. I saw it. Cortez first interview I did. Ever. I did it. Shout out to him. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. I was a fan of the culture. I'm like, yo, niggas is getting paid money to talk shit in each other's face. I mean, I ain't nigga ain't going to sit in my face and talk about my moms. Mm. But I respected the art. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then when they started doing smack a certain way, I was like. How did you find out they was doing smack like that? You talking about like publicly? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. disrespecting smack. And then, you know, me and Beasley is mad cool. Me and Norbs is mad cool. Me and smack is cool. But I spoke I spoke to Norbs a lot Uh and I spoke to Beasley a lot. We got the bill behind the scenes. And I was like, yo, if you do a nigga that changed your life like that, 
how y'all gonna do with me? Mm. So I just move away from niggas. I give you, I live vicariously through others. You ain't gonna burn me. You know what I'm saying? So that made me say, yo, you know what? And then, then me fucking with Debo and then me going to a lot of Queen of the Ring events and seeing them fight. And I'm like, y'all fighting in BB Kings? Do y'all, because me, I always think higher. I think for the, because everybody say the culture, but they don't know what culture means. They mean genre. Culture is something different. Culture is the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you dress, the slang, what you eat. That's culture. Genre is just the name of some shit that everybody puts some shit under. So a lot of people say battle rap culture. But there is no battle rap culture. Because all y'all give a fuck about is money. Money can't be a part of the culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that they don't earn their bread. Some of them did do phenomenal. They some do. of them mm. earn their money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What Loaded Lux did to Summer Madness was crazy. That was a game changer. It was. But then I felt like, did y'all not just see what that nigga did? You choking? Where is the... Com and then I seen everybody start hating on Lux. Because mm -hmm. he was getting all the attention. Even though Lux do a lot of sucker shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Lux do a lot of sucker shit. What do you mean? Lux do a lot of sucker shit. What do you mean? What do you mean? Let's oh, go to Lux, Talk about it. Talk about it. Lux do a lot of sucker shit because you I interviewed... Time, no, I, I'm, I'm about to get into it, my nigga. Come on, dog. I interviewed Lux. You, Listen, I, like I, you, interview, I interviewed Lux. We have to get at it And now. then Lux did some ill-advised shit with his manager. And um, I interviewed his manager at the time. Lux had allegedly ducked out on his manager for some money. His manager, I interviewed his manager. Okay, I remember that. And then Lux was mad at me. The next time I seen him, he didn't speak to me. And I was like, nigga, you a bitch. You know what I'm saying? You a, you a bitch. Like, how you not speaking to me, nigga? Niggas ain't even fucking know who you was besides battle rap. And I put you on my fucking platform. You know what I'm saying? I came to Harlem. How many niggas? See, it's cool to do all these inside interviews and shit. I was going to niggas' hoods. I did that too. Yeah, but I'm before you, nigga. You came after me. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? Well, I set well. the precedent for what you're doing. Well, 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 well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I went, let's, first of all, slow down. First of all, slow down. Let's go. Let's go. First of all, first of all, first of all. Let's go. First of all, first of all, first of all. Let's take a step. I went to Harlem, interviewed Mook, Lux, that Mook, Rex, and K-Shot in the middle of the street, nigga. All right? And that's before I saw What year any, was that? In Harlem, nigga. I said, what year was that? I don't know what year it was. Uh, matters, 2000, 2013. Nigga. 13, 13. I was out there in 2006. All right, so what, nigga? That's I what I'm saying. In 2006, I was with Webb and and and, and, and Nitty with Joe Buns and niggas. I I wasn't no, I wasn't watching that shit. I'm what's, sorry. What's one of the greatest interviews of all time? I don't know, nigga. You tell me. Max B. Who had that? You? That's me. Oh, congratulations. Mm. Yeah. That's the interview that started a lot of this shit. Where niggas ain't give a fuck. I look like a boss. So many memes is that shit. And I could tell you the Max B story. Niggas did not want to interview Max B. Jim Jones had that foot on motherfuckers' neck. That's like, true. Yeah. Yo, if you fuck with Max B, we whipping your ass and all that. But I was like, yo, I always root for the underdog. To this day, I root for the underdog. We gonna get back to Lux though, but I root for the underdog. I, I you know, I'm used to being on that side, yeah, so I know yeah, how to bring yeah, it back. Yeah, yeah. We gonna root for the I root for the underdog. So I thought Max B was so talented, and I was like, damn, why he not getting this shine? So Fendi called me like, yo, you want to interview Max B? I was like, hell yeah, because we had already did an interview prior, mm -hmm. and um. I don't got Max B number. He said, yo, go to 133030 in Linux. So we get up in the hoop. We's in a purple hoop. Some fucked up shit. I used to always ride around with guns and shit like that. So I took the burner. I'm like, yo, I don't know what the fuck is going. What's going to happen? So I ride up there. I'm like, where the fuck is this nigga at? I see this motherfucker walking on a block, hair blowing in the wind. 
I said, I know this ain't this nigga, but his hair out <laughs> blowing like that. It was a nigga Max. He like, what up, daddy? You know what I'm saying? I said, yo, you ready? I said, get it. Yeah, yeah. So I said, yo, what we doing? He said, yo, we going there today. We going in. I said, last time you was playing with it. Are we going there? He said, yeah, we going there. So it's it's parts of that interview that was taken out too. You know what I'm saying? It was parts of that interview because he had said something about... um. Not the shit we talked about Chrissy and all that shit. Was that the same interview? Not that yet, but that's a different interview. He did do that in that interview. And I ain't respect that. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't respect women and children. We leave that out of the interview. You could talk about that man, but the the woman and the mm, children, that's we honor. not doing that. You know what I'm saying? So I had pulled him to the side, like, yo, nah, my nigga, I ain't I ain't really jacking that. You know what I'm saying? You say what you want about them niggas, y'all see each other, y'all get it on, whatever. But when you start talking about the women and the children, mm. nah. But back to Lux. So I huh. see Lux, and me and him got a rapport. That nigga don't speak to me. How do you know he didn't speak to you? Because the nigga ain't say shit. He saw you, looked you saw me, looked at me. I'm like, yo, you feel the way? What's nah, wrong we, with you? What's wrong with y'all niggas? Like, Brooklyn? You and, you, nah, you and Ray, I think that's a weird way of thinking. Like, if a nigga got a rapport with you, you put out something... Uh, you put out something that disrespected a nigga, nigga gonna feel away. My nigga, what, what, I just looking at some If you have a rapport, if I have a rapport with you, and 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 a nigga, if I have a rapport now, a rapport meaning that we have a side conversations, we talk on the phone, we have a rapport. I, I, I'm willing to look out for you, and vice versa. And then some nigga come and say, "Yo, fuck doggy diamonds and all this shit." I always I'm, do my research. You can't be I'm Mr. Not Black. Putting it out. You can't be Mr. Black Power. And I'm gonna call you. You can't be Mr. Black Power stealing from black people. You are walking contradiction. So yes, we putting that shit out. I don't like that. I don't get it. I'm black. I'm black power for real, for real. And you can have that title. So if you phony with it, we gotta put that out there. So you're not trying. So 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 rapports don't mean anything then. So what do we? So it's a thin line between between getting money and success and having and and, and, and principle. Is it a thin line between it? Is this what we talk about? Well, when you deal with money, is it a thin line? There's no principle when it comes. So to it's money. a thin line. It's no. It's not. It's no line there. Yeah, he didn't have no principle when he stole from niggas. Who? Loaded Lux. That's what the interview was about. He already broke the code. How you know he really stole from the niggas? Because that's what the nigga was telling me in the story. So how you know you believed him? That was just pushed. That's the for him to put the story out there, and whether people believe it or not, that's on them. I'm just doing my job as media. So you didn't understand. So you look at it as that. You just doing the job as a media. Yeah. So you 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 don't understand why Loader Lux, fucking with Doggy Diamonds, my nigga, may have felt the way. You think that he shouldn't feel the way. I don't give a fuck how you feel. Uh, of can't course, beat me. I, I can. Oh, can't whip my no, ass. So no, I don't give a fuck God. how you feel. Here we go. I don't care how you feel. Hold on, slow down. Nigga now. crazy. He can't whip my ass. Light skin niggas is crazy. He don't give a fuck. He really don't give a fuck. Cause I can tell. I look at that. He really don't give a fuck. But listen, fuck all that. I don't give a fuck shit. Let's talk about. And he's still great. He's still great. He's still kilt flex. The best freestyle on flex, Lux. So when he didn't speak to you, what did you say to him? I said, nigga, you good? Fuck, bro. You, you ain't talking to me? What'd he say? Nah, we good, my nigga. We, you ain't acting like we good. I know you ain't mad at that shit. I know you ain't mad at that shit because you know how the game go. Y'all niggas do... Bad, first of all, you can't be a battle rapper with morals, values, and principles because y'all niggas will hang with each other and know each other's business and say that shit in the battle. Okay. So don't be a hypocrite. Got it. Okay, got it. You understand what I'm saying? Continue. So y'all niggas done hung with each other. Y'all niggas say all types of shit about each other. So how you going to be a fucking hypocrite with morals? Okay. So how did that conversation end? That nigga was acting like a slut, so I just ain't talk to him no more. <laughs> What's a slut? He's acting like a bitch. G chill, G. 
Come on, he's man. acting like a bitch. Doggy, doggy, come on, man. He was acting like a bitch. Because he didn't want to talk to you. He's a bitch. He acting like a bitch. When he see me, he always embraced me. Yo, what's up? So that means you got an attitude. I don't deal with women with attitude. So why would I deal with a man with an attitude? Why you can't just say, yo, he was feeling the way. Let him feel the way. And I talked to the nigga another time. He don't follow me on Twitter, too. <laughs> that's a nigga in his film. That's, nigga gonna hit that button. The nigga gonna follow me. I should get real. I don't know. I'm like, oh, you don't follow. You don't follow some people before. I can't go sign that. Yeah, you don't follow. You, you, you don't follow some niggas before, probably. No. no? All right, whatever. I block niggas all the time. <laughs> I don't follow you before. No, not me. I'm just saying. But when I block a nigga, I really don't like you. I'm really feeling a way about you. And but but see, this is what I am. I'm the type of person that, yo, man, any issues or problems I have with anybody, I believe dialogue could fix anything. Mm. I like that. So I, I always try to talk first. That don't so make me pussy. Why you trust the Lux that day? I did. I said, nigga, you good. That's not talking. You, 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 you're approaching him in a hostile manner. But his body, see, I read body language. I read energy. His body language was, it wasn't threatening at all. So we ain't going to say I was threatening. I, no. I, I'm just no. saying that I didn't like his body language. It wasn't warm well, and inviting. Huh? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just not good. So... I didn't like his body language, and and the, and the and the and the thing that brought me to Harlem was the environment. We was doing a press conference for the Africa Bambada thing. So mm. why you here if you not gonna stand on the side with us protesting shit? You Everybody just touching the boys. Shit. Yeah, you just up here to just see who came out. You ain't gonna say shit, nigga. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's near and dear <laughs> to me. Child molestation yeah. and all yeah. that shit. I don't, I don't play that shit. I understand. You understand what I'm saying? And I've never been molested, but I see the shit, the effects of people to this day mm-hmm. of being touched. So that's why that was so near and dear to me. So you just came out just to see who going to show up. So let, let, let's let's fall into that a little bit. Go ahead. From, to my knowledge, my mentor, Star, actually, I, I thought- That's the OG. Yeah. He, he, Gangster. He, yeah, he's my mentor and shit. And, 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 mentor and, is um some gay shit, but he's not your mentor. It is? What do yeah. you mean? How's that gay? Look it up. You mean homosexual? Yes. Mentor? Mentoring is some gay shit. First of all, pause, nigga. I don't got to pause it. You Second said of all, it, pause, nigga. nigga. But I, I'm not... It really mean that? I'm yes, th- look it up. How was that gay? I don't understand. Let's see. Let's see. Right, look up second. mentoring gay. Give me a second. What you mean, mentoring gay? Yeah, that's where that shit started from. Y'all really doing that shit in the middle of the podcast? Google this. This what we do, Nigga, this not your shit, nigga. This what we do, nigga. I mean, fuck out of here, nigga. Ain't talking crazy. I'm talking. An experienced and trusted advisor. I see anything about homosexual there, sir. All right. Where you see homosexual at? All right. Because it's mentor? What? what? (laughs) (laughs) This nigga is a bug out. I'm going to break it down on my shit. Uh, no, but, on my shit, on my podcast. Why you can bring that here? Oh, shit. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Yeah. They got a book called The Mentor, A Memoir of Friendship and Gay Identity. That's a book. That's some bullshit <laughs> book. Though. That's not the definition, though. My nigga, everything my, that come out of my mouth is actual, factual shit. Oh, here we go. Let me, me, go. Let me explain Everybody to you. Let me the same shit. Hey, but I, I got a lie for though. I, I don't think you're. A, I don't think you're a liar, but I'm saying. I never heard about mentoring What are you basing it off of? They teach you about mentor in school, nigga. This is you learn in school and class. So they're, they're all teaching what the homosexual propaganda does. You didn't learn anything in school. I didn't learn. I dropped out. But nigga, <laughs> but, but but but. What's the thing you got to learn in school the most? How to add, subtract, multiply, divide. Amen. Read and comprehend. Exactly. Yeah. Everything else is just don't matter. Fuck you need to learn algebra for. You can- gonna learn if we got this pie. Half that shit mine, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and if I want 
All that shit is mine. And you ain't get none of that pie. We don't need to go to school for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some hype yeah, in that nigga, son. Nah, nah, nah. But, but, but on some real no, shit. No, 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 no. That's good. I will say this and put this in there. I, I believe and I know that Loaded Lux is very, very talented. I think that I he would make the Lux shit. He deserve no. He deserve. Um, he's great at what he do. He is. He's fucking fantastic. But you could be a talented piece of shit. It's a friend of mine, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, you could be a talented piece. Of I, shit. I, 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 that's your opinion. You know um, what I'm saying? Star, Star is fucking G, man. It's a gangster. OG, man. right? I, yeah. I, I don't see Star has given me information that he ain't have to give me. That's true, same here. And that shit, like, that shit is so near and dear to me. And that's that's what I, like, see, me, I believe in being the change that I want to see. Mm. So now when you come up to me and say, yo, I want to start this, I say, yo, do this, do this, and do that. Mm. Do this, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, he gave me, yeah, he gave, he gave day, me yeah. shit that he did not have to give me. Yeah. <clears throat> if I call Star right now, I pick up, Doggy Diamonds, what's up, my nigga? That's what he going to say. Yeah. He yeah. called me sometimes, how you doing? Yeah, true. He don't got to be like that. That man done touch M's. He done set the precedent for what the fuck I'm doing. Facts. You understand Facts. what I'm saying? Facts. I agree. 100%. On this, on because because he was doing podcasting before we knew it was podcasting. He's from radio. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a fuck before. A lot of these niggas ain't give a fuck. Star was already not giving a fuck. So I got a lot of love and respect for Star, man. The African Mbada thing. Yes. How did it affect the community? And why did he get away with it for so long? Um, because as a man, it's tough to admit that you've been molested. That takes away your whole manhood. Mm-hmm. So Star got a hold of the story. Star gave it to me. Mm-hmm. I have Forbes DVD, co-owner of that website. That's mm-hmm. a big site for hip-hop in That's the community. True. So I was able to, in conjunction with Star, he had shot 97 at the time. Mm-hmm. We collaborated on putting the story out to the world. Mm-hmm. From there, I met Poppy. I met Ron Savage. Shout out to Poppy. Yeah. Um, and and I was like, nah, you know, like, I don't want child molestation and hip hop to go hand in hand together, you know, because they don't go hand in hand together. Poverty, sickness, and trauma leads to child molestation. You know what I'm saying? But that ain't got nothing to do with hip hop. So any attack on hip hop, I always felt like I got to defend that shit because... This whole, you know, this is what some of us grew up in. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I was defending it. And um, I just took that bull by the horns and I was like, yo, we gonna do a press conference of black media and everybody gonna get together and we gonna demand that Africa Bambada come out and and face us because we defending him. Mm-hmm. We saying, oh, hell no. <clears throat> nah, that Africa Bambada, that's the founder of hip But he ain't saying nothing. So you got me looking crazy. I'm saying defending you. You ain't saying shit. And then he never came out. And he has mutual friends. He don't know me personally. But I didn't care if he talked to me, per se. Talk to him because you know him. Or talk to him because you know him. He right. didn't choose to talk to anyone. But then he went to Lisa Evans. And I was like, that's some sucking shit. You, all these years, you promoting how the, 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 the beast and the white man is the devil and all that shit like that. And you ran to them. It didn't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Come face your brothers. We going to defend you. If you, if you not... Guilty, my nigga. I'm going all on the line because we control black media. How did you feel about that? Do Do you feel that he was guilty? That he's guilty? What's your opinion? I, on f- that? I feel like he's guilty. Yeah, I spoke to Poppy. Poppy. Yeah, official. I feel like yeah. he's guilty. Poppy I spoke to like Poppy like two days ago. I speak to Poppy because I'm crazy. I'm like Poppy's. Uh, you know, I'm his cool ahead. You know, what I'm saying I'm the one that call him and tell him to chill, because he's new to the internet. 
Yeah. And no, I don't mentor anybody. <laughs> I don't mentor anybody. Let's go. I advise him. You know what I'm saying? Him. Yeah. Got and you. um, with this internet shit, it's tough. Because I've never had somebody in my face tell me, yo, you a bitch ass nigga and I slap your glasses off. So when you read that shit sometimes, it's like, where at nigga? I'm in Atlanta Center, meet me. And sometimes I catch myself, I'm like, nigga, you are a CEO, a head of a fucking big ass company. Stop, mm-hmm. chill. These niggas is in the crib, doodle staying up they back in they mama basement, trying to figure it out. They're mad at you because they're mad at themselves. And in you, they see their failures. They seeing what they want to do, but they ain't got the fucking balls or the know-how. And instead of them saying, my nigga, put me on, give me advice. Because the biggest thing you could ever give anybody is information. It's not money. Information is the most important thing. You know, so they be angry sometimes. And then sometimes I'm aggressive. So it's just naturally for you to say, man, fuck that pussy nigga. I'll fuck him up. He probably would fuck me up. It That don't matter though. I'm not going to stop being who I am. Mm-hmm. And I feel like out of everything that I do, Anytime I got on camera, I've always given information. African Mabada never faced us. Never. Really. Never. Um, but what's going on in the conscious community that Poppy is still upset about? Because I know I see him every once in a while. He gets, what's going on? Um, I, Poppy started getting attacked. He started getting attacked, and there were some people who was saying his story wasn't right and exact, it wasn't correct, and they started attacking him. And he didn't know how to handle it because Poppy is a street guy. He is. And, and again, when you are a street individual, you yo, what? You ready he to is. grip up and, and get busy. But I had to tell him, my nigga. Yo, I knew I made it once niggas started making titles and videos of me saying Doggy Diamond's a bitch ass nigga. Fuck him. And I was like, so you woke up today thinking about me? <laughs> You're a sucker. You could be getting you some ass. You could be playing with your children. You could be better in yourself. You went to bed that mad. You woke. You could have had a heart attack in your sleep. You were so mad at me. You're a fucking loser. Hello? <laughs> You're a fucking loser. Yeah, space. Because I don't make videos about niggas. I don't dislike niggas' videos. I never hit dislike on a video in my life. Not me neither. I don't leave negative comments. Not me neither. Because if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go on McDonald's every day and say, this food is fucking nasty because McDonald's ain't going to close on my account. What time, instead of me (laughs) spending time on what I hate, I fuck with what I love. You know what I'm saying? Who do you fuck with in the conscious community? I don't fuck with none of them niggas. And why not? (laughs) Because them niggas is full of shit. Everybody want to talk. Damn. I don't fuck with none of them niggas. What's that nigga name they said that was stealing from people? Dawson nigga name. He was stealing from niggas. He be in L.A. Yeah, he was stealing from niggas. I mean. What's his name? Um, I don't fuck that nigga. I don't even want to say his name because then he gonna make a video and then I'm gonna go in his mouth. Wait, so, hold on, hold on, you know hold on, what I'm saying? Wait, nah, that's nah. that's how we go. The nigga from, he's in L.A. now. He be in L.A. I don't I don't know that nigga. That nigga unarmed <laughs> stinks. I don't know nothing about that. Fuck. Nigga. Stink unarmed nigga. All right. So look. So look. I, but but do who I do fuck with. I fuck ah, with. Look. Fuck. Listen. I Tell fuck me what they start with. Uh, I fuck with. <laughs> Come on, don't yell me, man. Who who I who I look at and give me information. I like um. I fuck with brother Sankofa. Brother Polite. I fuck with Brother Sankofa. Got him. Uh, I, bro- I fuck with Brother Sankofa. I don't know who that is. Why you don't fuck with the other nigga? I fuck with Captain Tazaria. Oh, right, you gonna play this game with me. Right. I fuck with Irritated Genie. I don't know who I right, salute to them. Yeah, and I fuck with um Professor Larry. You was never a nigga that I that, that I seemed to run away from something. So if you run away from something, please acknowledge it. I'm not running away from anything. Please acknowledge it on my platform that you're I, I choose to run away from this. 
No, I choose not to have to break a nigga jaw later. Fuck that. Because I'm not, I'm not, but listen, because I'm not going to be doing this video shit with niggas. You make a video about me disrespecting me, I'm going to whip your ass. This is a fact. Got it. So I don't want to go back and forth with it. Respect. Okay, but you if don't I fuck attack with you, you don't fuck with. If him. I attack you, you got a right to say something back about me. Okay, so you're not gonna attack him because you I'm, don't want. Yeah, because he he know why. I've had a conversation with him about okay. something that he did. He admitted to me that he did it, and he didn't make do on what he did. What he said he was. going You had do. a private I, conversation. No, on the phone. I got his number. No, I said private conversation. Yeah. yeah. And and what I talk about with people in private, I never put public. Respect. I can respect that. I never do that. So, I don't take mm-hmm. conversation. I don't do none of that. But he, you know, he had a transaction with somebody that he didn't make right on. And I called him on it through somebody else. And I spoke to him and I put the person on the phone um, uh, a three-way because we could have made a video attacking him. Mm-hmm. I said, nah, let's give him, let's let's call him because I can I like get him that. on the phone. Uh, yeah. Like I said, he still didn't make do on what he promised. So How long ago like, was this? Shit was like last year. But he had owed the nigga for like four years. So what 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 was what's the next step? Where do you, where do you go from there? I just don't fuck. Listen, I mean your man, the person that he oh, where does he go from there? I don't want to say on the camera. I don't know. Where Got he it. Go okay. From there. Let's move you forward. know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know I where he go because the nigga owe me. I needs mines. I need my shit by hook or crook. It's fucked up out here. The bug I like this nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> fucked up out here. Don't, you don't can't. You say it. Let's see. I, th- I swear I heard you about him. Yeah, because he's, he's dope. I fuck with him, man. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't steal from your people. Gotcha. You cannot be talk about black empowerment and black consciousness and stealing from your people. Mm-hmm. We the most downtrodden, broken, stolen from, beaten people. You can't be a part of the fucking problem, and you acting like you're a part of the solution. Can I ask a question? That, when African Bambada News came out, the the the, the conscious community. Do you think they're being in denial towards him doing that, or people? It was at first, cause we, like I said, I was too. I'm like, they put it in hip hop, anything to attack hip hop. He's one of the founders of hip hop. I'm like, what the fuck that got to do with him touching little kids? Like allegedly, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Cause he's mm-hmm. never been found guilty. Yeah. So we do have to say allegedly. Shout out to Star. He taught me that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But um, in my opinion, I believe that he's guilty. You think Trump people are scared to, to, to speak out? You know, speak out on it. I mean, they as feel, a they man, feel threatened? yeah. No, I don't think threatened because you know, honestly, with me, I fear nothing. That's my problem. But I, you, that you know, you're a different breed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people but, might but, be, but you I, know. but but it, it's hard to admit that you've been touched. Poppy said, talk about it. Yeah, because Shout out to him that's nigga. his that's his therapy. You know what I'm saying? And Poppy still might need a little bit more therapy. Yeah, yeah. And I talked him. to him yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because today's Star's birthday. Sorry. Yeah, shout out to the, I'm a cold star too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, people are afraid to speak about it because the first thing you say is that they're lying. First thing you say is that you're lying. Right. When when a little girl get molested and she say, don't you know like three out of five girls have been molested? Yeah, I heard. So they're not going to say it because it's somebody that they know and trust. Right. And judging from a person's character, you would never think that they're a child molester. Uncle Ray Ray wouldn't do that. You crazy. She lying. Did you see him grow, growing up? You say he grew up in hip hop too. You, you was around a lot I of these artists. One time in my life. Okay. One time so, in my wait, life. Brooklyn. No. Yeah. Yeah. At the Barclays Center. That was right before the allegations came out. I'm yeah. talking. About, I'm talking when, when, when you were younger. When you were growing no, up. No. 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 I was never DJing seen him. That's, yeah. Nah. Yeah. That's okay. way before. I'm. We not even in the same age group. You know right, what I'm right. saying? But I grew up uh, 
Planet Rock, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of like, course, yeah. You know, fuck is backspinning on a piece of cardboard, you backspin to Planet Rock. Shit, you know what I'm saying? That shit make us look crazy. I ain't gonna it do don't it. make us look crazy. That's why we take a stand and say that's well, not Well, a lot us. of niggas wasn't taking stands, bro. I'm glad that I got the bravery. I put my motherfucking platform on the line for that shit. See, this is the thing, and this is why I wreck. I watched this interview, and I was like, yo, this shit is so real because... He just didn't lie, man. He was just telling y'all everything he was saying is just so right and exact because I watched this man sacrifice so much for other people. And Rick. Yeah, and put motherfuckers before himself. That's real. You know how tough that shit is to say, yo, y'all niggas eat, I'll get something later? Nowadays, niggas be like, yo, I gotta eat. Fuck y'all niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's an artist in his own right, and we was doing shit for niggas, and niggas was just acting funny. Like, yo, hold up, man. The, so, Rec did. Um, Rec was doing a DVD. Yes. Right. And how did how did you make the transition to the internet? How did Forbes? We knew the internet was the way. Me and Rec knew since a website DVD. called um, MP3.com. That was the first site where you upload your shit. And um, damn, my memory is normally crazy. It was another site where you upload uh your music to. Not LimeWire, none of them shit. No, 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 no. You upload your music. This is right before MySpace hit. Mm-hmm. So we knew the internet was going to be the next wave. Jordan Tower used to do videos. And we mm-hmm. say, yo, you got to put them on YouTube. You got to put them on the internet. He used to be like, man, the internet is nothing. You can't even make money off that. Me and Rex was like, what? You stupid? You can make money off the internet. So we started promoting his videos. We started mm-hmm. promoting his videos everywhere, putting them on forums, message boards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, At this time, it was a message board called... um. Rap Mullet. Now you got um Boxed In and the Kali. Those are the biggest message boards out there. Um, but that was big. The message boards world were big. Support mm-hmm. online hip hop also. Those is like that's how you really promo. So we started putting his videos out there and um he started, you know, everything started getting and then one time I Googled my name. We was always say Google me. So I Googled myself. I put in Doggy Diamond. So I see my name come up on the site that said worldstarhiphop.com. Like, what the fuck is that shit? Because I remember the site was a mixtape site. Mm-hmm. But what's up? Yeah, it was a mixtape site. I remember that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I seen my name come up on this site, and I'm like, yo, they got my Styles P video interview up here. The come up DVD, we is in black and white. We in front of White Castle. So I'm like, oh, nah, Jordan, call Fendi. Tell them them niggas is bootlegging. You know, because mm-hmm. when you a street DVD, bootlegging is everything. You mad at the Africans for bootlegging your mm-hmm. shit. Your shit, you could d- you could drop your shit off in Brooklyn, your shit will hit Jamaica Ave before you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you tight. Your shit will be on 165 in Jamaica uh-huh. before you. I remember. You know what I'm saying? So we, were, we was mad as shit. So instead of Jordan calling Fendi and telling him, he contacted Worldstar and was like, if you want exclusive interviews and videos, I'll do them for you. So he's like, you know, that sounds good. This is the internet. Forbes DVD was a thought. The first footage you ever saw that said Forbes DVD was Saigon and Mob Deep fighting the SOBs. When he went on top of the nigga back? That was our footage. Okay, I remember that. That was our footage. I remember that. Jay Hood leaving D Block. That was our footage. You know what I'm saying? And y'all was sending it to World Star. No, this is back said Forbes DVD. There was they was just taking shit. We put it on YouTube. So wait, they would on. take it. They would take it and put it on their site. Jordan yeah. Towers contacted the World Star Director, so he basically betrayed y'all. He betrayed Fendi at first, because we was all together still. We was still all Forbes DVD. 
So it was you? Mrec and Jordan Tower. Forbes okay. DVD um, came from I Get Money. I was just thinking that just now. That's I, what I, it I, came from. I was going to ask that joint on the, on the 50 joint. The 50 joint. In That's what it came from. Yeah. I Get Money. It was the Forbes edition. Mm. So, you know, Forbes is money. You know what I'm saying? So that's why the shit always say Forbes DVD sound like money. It Got be, it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like Forbes, everybody want to be in the Forbes. So let's do it and let's make it some street shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So wreck it. And so so, so okay, I'm going to stick on this. So uh-huh. so you called Jordan yes. to tell them niggas. Them niggas is bootlegging out shit. So you wanted Jordan to contact Fendi. Yes. And you wanted Fendi to speak to Worldstar. And tell them to take that footage down. Okay, but instead of that, he went to Worldstar directly. He went to Worldstar directly. And told Worldstar, I will provide you with exclusive content. content. Yes. Got it. When did y'all find out he did that? He told us. He told us. And then we went and did um, the first thing I think they got after that was the first Max B interview. Okay. It's one where he's sitting down. It's a side view. I know you're talking about. And I was like, yo. He's like, yo, they blackballing me. And I'm like, who? Everybody. And I'm like, this nigga just won't say who it was. That was the first interview. Mm-hmm. Then we started doing exclusive interviews. Jordan would say to me, yo, I'm about to interview T-Pain in a few minutes. I need questions. I had a fucking trio. A trio mm-hmm. phone. I ain't even had email on my shit because the data plan for Verizon was stupid. Yeah, I used to have to text my man interview questions and then have him email it to Jordan. And then Jordan would do the interview. But it was always my questions. And all I wanted was just say interview questions by Doggy Diamond. Because I never wrote a question down. So it was always tough for me to write a question down for somebody else. So he started working with Worldstar. Was he still in contact with you guys? Yes, we still was working together. Okay, so, okay, mm-hmm. got it. So We still was working together. Um, and then we were supposed to put a Forbes DVD in the street. It never happened because a lot of footage that we was using for the Forbes DVD, mm-hmm. he started giving it to Worldstar and it started going on Worldstar. Did you end up flipping on him? I think he flipped on us. I think he flipped on us. I'm talking about flip out like... Like punch him in his jaw? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I, I wouldn't get no points for punching him in his face. I wanted to punch him in his face. I mm-hmm. wanted to punch him in his face because, you know... I'm a type of person, if me and you, after today, and me and you talk on the phone every day or every other day, and me and you have a grand understanding, before the world know we have beef, you gonna know. Got it. I'm not gonna move funny with you to the world, because then people question, yo, what's up with your man Flip? I thought y'all was good. Because I know how people antagonize shit. So then, I did a T-Pain interview for him. Um, My name ain't going to credit. Okay, sent him the notes. So, so I was like, yo, where the fuck is my name in the credit? Mm-hmm. And he told Rec, yo, I didn't put his name on it because Worldstar don't like him. And Rec was like, nah, you can't do that, man. You got to get that man his credit at all times. He's like, nah, don't worry, T-Pain is coming back in town. We'll do another one. <clears throat> so by that time, I was fucking furious. I was like, fuck that nigga and everything he stand for. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? And that made me go hard. It motivated me. And then he was just Mr. Worldstar after that. We just we just didn't rock no more. You know what I'm saying? I used to speak to Jordan on I still don't speak me and Jordan don't speak to this day. What? Yeah, nah, we don't speak. He's put up interviews that I did. I don't care if he filmed it. You know what I'm saying? He just put up an A Z interview. I did that interview uh maybe like seven years ago. He put it out like it's brand new. But I did it seven years ago. And you don't speak to him because he didn't give you credit for the T Pain thing. I don't speak to him because he's never apologize for being a fuck nigga. I don't forgive niggas who never ask for... But see, even some white boys got morals, values, and principles because when you could touch them, 
they gonna adhere to getting punched in their jaw. You know what I'm saying? So I never forgive people who never ask for forgiveness. You just said a couple of minutes ago, mm-hmm. when we saw my Lord of Lux, that things can be handled with a what? I tried. I tried. You tried reaching out to him? I tried reaching out You see, like when you get mad, you keep your distance initially. I'm supposed to because if I react off of anger, we're going to be physical with one another. Okay. So I think that's the Brooklyn in me. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine. A it's lot of Brooklyn aggression. people are too much for me. Yeah. I'm from Queens. <laughs> um, did you... Did you try to call him after you was mad? That's the the main question. Or you felt that since he didn't keep his word, he should have contacted you and apologized. I think uh, initially at that time, and we're we're talking over 10 years ago. Respect. I wasn't mature enough to have a conversation with him. I I think I just automatically just threatened his life. Would you have a conversation with him now if he was to call you? Yeah, I would talk to him. I would talk to him right now. He did a lot. Yo, Honestly, and I can say this on camera and on your podcast. Appreciate that. Jordan is responsible for me doing interviews. So I can never mm. hate him for help change my life. I can hate you for what you did. Because at the same time, even though you helped me, you took food out of my future children's mouth. Mm-hmm. This content that we create is precious to us. Mm-hmm. This shit is real. You here? This this spot ain't free. You gotta pay for shit. Shit ain't free, nigga. The mics is not free. If the mics break down and you don't do your podcast, niggas be like, "Yo, flip. Why you ain't doing your shit no more, nigga? I need new mics, and I ain't got the money." Oh, that's fucked up. You understand what I'm saying? Hmm. So content is king, and and we some of us really really love this shit. So I w- I would talk to him now. Why did the beef? Because you saw how Emrek feel about World Star. Why did? Why did you guys continue oh, to feel that way man, towards them? Them motherfuckers, man. Them motherfuckers used to black my name out of shit. Like, I'm going to the hood to get footage, my nigga. I'm going to the most dangerous parts of the fucking United States. Wherever the hood is at, I'm going to get footage. Because that's where the real shit is at. And I can't wait to say I was in motherfucking Atlanta. And I was with duct tape. And them niggas was out there, and I got this footage, and I come back, and Doggy Diamonds does all his editing. Every font, the beat that you hear, Forbes, I do all that shit. I do everything, all the production, right? So when a nigga just take my shit, you stole from me. Did you ever speak to anybody from over there before? I spoke to Q before. You spoke to Q? I spoke to Q, and I I said, you one of the most bitch-ass niggas ever, and if I ever catch you, I'm going to fuck you up. I said, matter of fact, if you in Queens right now, meet me in front of the precinct, I knock you the fuck out and just go turn myself in. But I got to fuck you up, nigga. And he said, nah, we black men. We ain't supposed to be going at each other. I'm like, yo, I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, you, you nigga died, man. Nah, just... I, don't, I don't care, man. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Rest in peace, Q, man. Real stuff. I don't care. I don't feel like that. I'm just going along with the, with the ambiance, I don't feel man. like that. I don't feel like you that. You was a cold-blooded guy, I man. I don't feel like cold that. You know blooded. why? I, I, I feel when, when people pass away, I feel for oh, their nah, family. I don't know. Listen, I feel for their family. Yo, I feel for their loved ones. Who is this nigga, man? Listen, hear me out. I feel for their family. I feel for their loved ones, people who loved them. But they might not have necessarily saw this individual in the light that I saw them or what they did to me. He had no regard for my family and my well-being and how I was eating. He wasn't doing it directly, nigga. 
So if the manager at McDonald's know that they fucking burning the food in there and you tell the manager they burning the food, what does the manager do? He's supposed to tell them niggas stop burning the fucking food. All right, fire so them you niggas. tell them to stop burning the food and they keep fucking doing Get it. Get them out of here. Who do you take? Who do you hold responsible? The manager. All right, so thank you. So how you spoke to the nigga on the phone? I called the nigga, Rec had his number, because we did business with the nigga. We actually, people used to hit us up and say, could we get, could you get us on Worldstar? Sure. We'll call Q. Yo, Q, niggas want to get on the site. Yo, how much it costs? Yo, all right, boom, we, we broke bread. So I thought we had a good relationship. So I'm like, yo, why y'all niggas taking my shit? So you called them, you, you called yeah, them. Yeah, if you're gonna take my shit, fuck it. At least leave my name on it, leave my logo on it. Why you crossing my name? I, all I have is my fucking name. All mm. you got is your name. Respect. Why you crossing my name out? Oh, that ain't me, that's hypnotic. So where that bitch ass nigga at? Who was that nigga? <laughs> who the fuck is hypnotic? That's the pussy nigga who did all the fuck shit at Worldstar. What do you mean? It's a nigga named Hypnotic. His name, his name is Hypnotic. What did he do? He was the nigga editing the footage. Doing all t Yo, I used to have to move the logo. I had to learn how to keyframe to move the logo. This nigga keyframed behind me and went over my logo as I moved it. You going, you doing the most to tarnish my name, my nigga? What did I do to you? So what did Q say, you know, Q was, was like, the I'm going to talk to Hypnotic. He still was doing it. So he my didn't. Nigga, he didn't take like a, a, a authority and try to really make the change for you. The, the, I don't think he did anything. He didn't give a fuck. Q never uploaded one video on Worldstar ever, mm. ever, ever. He don't know. He didn't know how to do none of that shit. Everybody knows that though. You know what I'm saying? The numbers was fake in the beginning. You hold two buttons and the shit refresh mad times. You mm. hold Control and R. And a hit refresh. Yeah, okay. And that's how niggas had all them fucking numbers. We knew about that. All right. You understand what I'm saying? Now, my thing was, okay, it was an outlet. Respect to them. Do what y'all do. But y'all don't got to shit on me to do you. I never felt like I had to shit on somebody else to be great. That's true. I'm going to be great regardless. That's how I feel. I don't even feel You know what I'm saying? Niggas, yeah. But you doing all this shit, and I'm like, yo, my nigga. So you... So you, I just, I just was just, I just was furious. I'm, I'm so, still mad at that shit. Nigga, he passed away. Don't my give nigga. a fuck. Let that shit go, my nigga. Fuck you. I'm talking never about. letting that shit go. Let that shit go, my nigga. You too old. Where I'm letting it go? Shit, Where am I letting it go to? You too old for that dumb shit. That shit old. But how's it you done though? It's old. Fuck that. Listen, it's old. Listen, old. Doggy. Listen, I'm not saying I, I'm, I'm, I walk around you with imagine, my lip man. poked out, but my thing is this. Fuck that end, old shit, man. Listen, let me flip. Let me explain something to you. Let me get you to understand. You pointing at the couch is kind of. At the end of the day, Flip, this is what you have to understand. Okay. When a man plays the role of your enemy, mm -hmm. he's your enemy in life and in death. He's never not your enemy. But how can you preach all this positive consciousness and, and, and all that you if, can't, you still, if you still not displaying that? What did I do forgiving? wrong? You didn't do nothing wrong by how saying you fuck forgive? a nigga that died. How could you say, f I never said fuck a nigga I mean, but basically you didn't yeah, say yeah, fucking, yeah. pardon me. Let me put words in my mouth. I said I don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck if he's died. If he, if, if, do you give a fuck about him or you don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck dead? about him. Okay, but what I'm saying is that when are you, if, if you teaching, the, you, your first thing to teach the youth is what? Forgive. I don't teach nobody. Oh, you want niggas to keep, to keep turning up? No, I don't want you <laughs> to I'm keep. I'm just saying, what type of time? I, I don't want to know what type of right, time. All right, all right, listen. I, I'm letting you talk. I also said earlier, you cannot forgive somebody who never asked for forgiveness. You did say How that. How could you forgive if you can't forget? You did say that. Right. If you stabbed me, I, right? You did say that. You said that. I got a scar right here, right? I got stabbed. Yeah, one of them. I got too. stabbed. I, this is defense wound. Me knuckling up with yeah. this, right? Mm -hmm. Every time I look at the scar and somebody say, yo, what happened? I gotta remember the nigga who stabbed me. 
You think I forgive the nigga who scarred me? No. Uh, okay. If he apologized, you forgive him? Hell no. I got to stab you back. What's worse than a mental scar? What's worse than a mental scar? I like it. But what's worse than a mental scar that you can't see? Oh, he's almost there. He's almost there. What's worse than a mental scar that you can't see? When I was working hard, busting my ass, and y'all was taking my footage so, doing fuck so shit. So what did Q say that night? How did you end the conversation? He said, uh, well, I told the nigga where you at in Queens. I don't he said, care nah, where you at in Queens. I ain't going to do that, he said. He said... He said, but he was living in Arizona at the time, I heard. He wasn't even living in Queens. He said that he ain't want no problems. Nah, whatever. he said we black men and try to run that black man shit on me. I ain't want to hear that shit, man. Okay. And, th and again, this was 10 years ago. Got it. But. That was your only last time speaking to him. That's my last time speaking to him. And he went on to do great things with his website and all that shit, but I felt like it was on, on my account. Respect. Off my back. You know mm. what I'm saying? I, I work. Yo, listen, man. I watch Rec go through divorce. I watch that nigga do go through so much shit for this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm right there with him. Yeah. When you see your man hurt, how the fuck could you help your man but say, yo, Rec, let's go harder, man. I'm with you. That's what I told my homie today. I watch, I watch his children get moved to another state without putting his business out there. All I can say is, yo, Rec, my nigga, I'm with you. We going hard. And then nigga steal from us? I never had, I never got robbed in my life. How I'm going to let a nigga on the internet, a pussy nigga on the internet rob me? Oh, Lord. I never got robbed. Damn. Really think about that. All right, all right, all right. Let's slow down. This nigga, man. Who else you got beef with? You know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I heard, heard some other stories. You know, that, whatever combat, you want. Combat, combat know, Jack, you know, yeah, what's about some, that? Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't, I don't like, um, I think the DMs are still there, um, but I actually sent him DMs. I didn't like the way he handled me in certain situations. I felt like, you talking about the, with, with the tax tone shit? That, and when he needed promotion, he came to us for promotion. He he did a video going in on um, Rosenberg before, and he asked us to promote it. We promoted mm -hmm. it. So, in siding with you, we can never do business with Rosenberg. Mm -hmm. So, not that I want to do business with him, but we chose a side. Mm -hmm. We put your content out, but you going in on Rosenberg. Mm -hmm. So now, when you have things that you're doing, I expect you, yo, y'all looked out for me. You put it on the line for me. I got this. Mm -hmm. Hit me, you know, I got you. So what was so, the first thing that he did that pissed you so, off? So um, when, the, when the situation with um, Taxstone arose. That was the first I expected I expected him to say, no, 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 that's my people. You under me. Y'all did that shit. He ain't never do that. So I was looking for somebody to say, hold up. Who going to mediate this shit? I can't get this man on the phone. Who, tax on? Yeah, me and this nigga, we knew mutual people, but me and this nigga done said all types of crazy shit about each other. This shit is in, is in the street now. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to talk to him because I'm pretty sure that whatever he was feeling was a misunderstanding because I didn't understand what he was saying. I didn't get it. You don't know where it stemmed from. I didn't know where it stemmed from. He didn't talk about where it started he from. He never started where, where it started from. One day he just dissed you. One day he just dissed me. He sent me a message and said, say my name again on your podcast and I'm shutting your podcast down. I'm like, fuck you gonna shut my shit down, nigga. I'm the boss. I don't work for nobody. So that's what started it. So I was like, then niggas was like, yo, he said you a cop on Vlad. I'm like, police, me? How the fuck am so I what, a cop? What did, you, what did you say his name in? Do you remember what you said his name in? I said, I asked Math Hoffa 
what was the issues? Oh, got it. I remember that. And it wasn't even hostile. I just said, what was that shit about? Because I looked at tax. I'm like, yo, this is a nigga from Brooklyn doing his podcasting. I remember that. Brooklyn wins. I remember that. I remember now. I'm like, now yo, we win. I Brooklyn remember. winning. He's coming in the same vein. I don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. So I understand him. I understand the no filter thing. I understand it. Brooklyn wins. So when he dissed me, he dissed me on Vlad. Me and Vlad was having issues at the time. So I felt like Vlad kind of provoked him. So I wanted to say to him, my nigga, you fell for the bait. That nigga don't like me. So he used you to get at me. So I expected Combat Jack to say, nah, I did business with so him. So you wanted, you didn't want Combat Jack to release that interview on loudspeakers? It didn't matter. I just wanted him to intervene when it looked like it's going to go left. Respect. It's, this shit is... So why you didn't call Combat yourself? And I didn't have him? his number. But I did DM the DMs. I probably could show the DMs right now. What? I did DM him and I was like, yo, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Me and you need to talk because y'all, I, I don't even know what to say. I, I can't say that's your man, but that's your artist to a certain extent. He signed to you. It's disrespected me. Like, this shit only gonna go one way on his end or my end. You know what, what I'm saying? What about the A-King nigga? I don't know that nigga. I don't think he no live nigga anyway, so I never even wanted to talk to him. I'm, I talk to bosses. I don't speak to workers. So I'm going right to the boss. You know what Yo I'm saying? Yo, G. I don't speak to the Yo, workers. G, what's up with you, man? You know A-King, man. Uh, he's cool. A-King is cool. That's my guy, man. You, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to A-King. What do you mean you don't give a fuck? I don't give a fuck. If y'all yeah, can't y'all give a fuck too, nigga. Yeah, y'all talking cool like that, nigga. What's wrong with you? So, I don't give a fuck, yeah. man. Nah, cause y'all, I'm talking about yo, that's my guy. Y'all trying to make sure y'all stay out of it. Fuck that impartial. I don't give a shit, fuck about. First of all, first of all, I'm impartial because I'm Mr. Impartial, nigga. I'm not involved myself, but I don't give a fuck about he, how you both niggas feel about no, each no, other. No, but listen, no, but listen though, on some real shit. Like you ain't wasn't on the fucking internet fighting niggas and shit too, nigga. I don't remember. We not talking about that. All right. You been immature too, motherfucker. What are you talking about? The, the, the nigga I fought in Canada? Yeah, what the fuck was that? And that was my man, but uh, see, again. And I knew that. And you was again, riding with him against me. Never. I don't get involved in shit. I'm the same way. No, but I'm not going to say if I'm- <laughs> You never put a quiet room shit up? You was fucking with them niggas. I, I saw it. I used to- Quiet room? Um, I never really saw too many of them battles. I, I fucking quiet room. You never put none of my shit up, really? In the beginning? You what went was your shit? The car shit? That shit was up. No, nah, not the car shit. We talking about when I was doing the interviews with the battlers. You didn't put that up. My shit was getting numbers. So you ain't need me, nigga. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> so, so, all right. He's good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he cool, man. Ah! He said that. You can't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, so. He cool. So I expected him to intervene Got in it. that situation. I expected other people to intervene. They, they knew both and they didn't. So what, all right, so then you never, that you just felt the way in and that's it. You never spoke. Never spoke to him. And then it, the, the Rosenberg shit. And then when the Tax Stone shit happened, I was like, hold up. I thought this nigga would hold me down. I held him down. Even when Tax Stone did the shit with Joe Button, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they gave us that footage to put up on Ford DVD channel. Oh. We promoted that. So they asked us for promotion. Rec interviewed Tax Stone in East New York. Oh. So I thought we was good. You know what I'm saying? Never had a bad word, never so when you diss me, I'm like, and then you know the dumb motherfuckers come in my comments. You a cop. And I'm like, so now I got. Move in, Jenna, close the door. Now I got. Uh, Let her move in, so close the door. I got other people that I don't want to put their name out there that's hitting me up, like, yo, what's going on? Yo, my nigga, you a good nigga. Why is niggas coming at you? And I'm like, yo, I don't know. And all I could do is really defend myself. You Thank know you. what I'm saying? So in defending myself, you know, I responded, which I since removed the video. You know what I'm saying? Because um, Charlemagne the God hit me one day and said, yo, you my man and Tax is my man. 
and y'all need to talk and tax want to talk to you i said let's do it he gave me tax number we spoke on the phone and um like i said i don't put out phone conversations yeah, no what we spoke about but we left the phone with an understanding that it was a misunderstanding and something that he thought didn't have nothing to do with me at all respect so he said the very next podcast i do i'm gonna apologize publicly i said that's it in the very next podcast he did the top of the year he said yo I want to shout out and apologize to Doggy Diamonds for saying things about him that wasn't true. Mm. And that made me respect Charlemagne first and foremost. Because we two niggas in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn ain't that big. We both are in the street. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, imagine beefing with somebody and you don't even know why we got beef. Mm -hmm. I just wanted the conversation, my nigga. Because if I'm wrong, one thing about me, if I'm wrong, I always apologize. I always be like, nah, I was dead ass wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the fact that he went out there publicly and said, yo, I was wrong, I was like, all right, that's cool. Let's talk about Vlad. I heard you have some footage of Vlad and my son. <laughs> Vlad and my son. Something with my son and um, Vlad. I have footage where I said something about Vlad in the footage. Um, Mrex said you got footage. Was this supposed to be behind the scenes shit? He told yeah, it was behind the scenes. I got footage of Vlad. No, but I'm saying, was M the Mrex tell us some behind the scenes shit? What I was supposed to say it? Because he said something with Mike Stone or somebody. Something happened with Vlad. Or, did you have I footage have of? footage of, I was interviewing Charlie Clips, and Vlad jumped in the footage. And I don't think he realized it was me through camera he jumped on. So me being me, I take the camera, I'm like, nigga. Yeah. So we had words exchanged at that time. Um, and I had I got the footage. So what you said to him? Something crazy? Told a nigga how I felt about him. What he to said. To his face. He ain't say shit. Can't whip my ass. You know what I'm saying? I told him how I felt about him to his face. And 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 I told him how I felt about him <laughs> to his face, right? And then when we spoke the next day, I told him why I felt like that. And we agreed to disagree and move past it. So yeah, yeah, you have no issues? No, I don't have no issues with him. So why did you feel away in the first place? Because I felt like he was blocking my blessings. And wow. he know what I'm talking about. Okay, something personal. Again, yeah. when I have conversations with people, I really don't discuss the conversation because it's personal. Respect. Respect. So like like I said, me and you ever build, I ain't going to say, and Queens Flip said, that's pussy shit. Like, I don't do that. Same so me and him agreed to disagree. He unblocked me on Twitter. Um, since then, he has put up content of mine. Um, he did bait tax on into that shit. But it's media. I understood it. So I wasn't even mad at Vlad. I was just more than mad at tax for not explaining why he felt that way about me in the interview. What happened with um? that shit. You, what is that hell real cake shit true? Oh, that shit is right and exact like a motherfucker. Wreck is a fucking movie. Like, the thing about Wreck is that I I get him. I understand him. I've known him for over twenty something years. I understand years. that nigga. That nigga's crazy. Now I get him. I understand him. And I, I again, I want people to understand about him. You mistaken passion for anger this nigga really love this shit he remember me in the crib doing like 30 40 beats on when it was hardware not computer shit 
when you had to put the floppy disk in NPC. and dig through the record. I had an SB1200, still got it, and the S950. Going through the records, this is where we come from, the hard work, dedication, and making this shit happen. And for us to say the thought of, yo, we going to make this Forbes DVD shit big, to getting millions of views, we like, my nigga, we did it. And they, we had so much against us. We was shooting niggas' videos, doing interviews, and all they was talking about was Worldstar and other shit. Not respecting the brand, not respecting it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And we still here today. So I get Wreck. I understand Wreck. So a lot of times, I think he's a little more crazy than me. People think I'm crazy. I think he's a little more crazy than me. Cause he really don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, but he really don't give a fuck. But that cake shit is real. <laughs> that shit is real. Who, he said that you guys have bend over backwards for a lot of rappers. Oh my God, everybody. Who, who, can, you, who can you say that you've when been When I say over? everybody, I'm not excluding anybody. Every battle rapper has been on my platform. What about regular rappers? Um, Have you ever took down something because a rapper asked you to take it down? Yeah. Combat Jack um, dissed the shit out of Papoose one day. That's how Combat Jack got popping. He dissed Papoose and Pap called me and was like, yo, take that shit down. That was my bro, so I was like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And even defended Pat Poos because I'm like, Combat, you from Brooklyn. Mm. I'm Brooklyn. Everybody know me. I'm very Brooklyn biased. Like, even if you look at what's going on in Brooklyn with Takashi and Casanova, mm -hmm. I never covered that. I never covered that. Never will cover that. You know why? Because that's Brooklyn and that's Brooklyn. And if they clash, Brooklyn loses. Mm. Right now, we up. We done took this shit from y'all queens, niggas with that bullshit. Queens get the money shit. Oh, here we go. Tired of that shit, too. That, that, I'm tired of that queens get the money shit. How y'all up? Because what they don't say is queens get up? the money, but Brooklyn keep on taking it. Y'all don't say that. <laughs> How y'all up? don't say that. Shut up, man. Oh, get out of here, man. You from Brooklyn? Break outside in that chair. What part? East New York. She from the loudest place in Brooklyn. East New York. So hold on, wait, wait, whoa, 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 Yeah, fuck it, let's go. How was Brooklyn up right now? I'm just, I'm just curious. You got the hottest niggas. Who? Takashi? The hottest nigga in the game. The hottest. He's the hottest nigga in the game. I don't give a fuck how you feel about him skill wise. What you think, Space? You agree? I didn't say the greatest. I said the hot? hottest. There's a difference. Absolutely. So how you feel about? He got you on Smash. So, so how you feel about him personally? His look or how you feel about his music? I don't care about that. His don't look. matter. He the hottest nigga. Okay. Casanova did his numbers. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck going on? Who, who ain't mediating this shit? The Queens is Queens. Fuck you talking about, nigga. I love Queens. Fuck you talking about. You better I love, love Queens. Queens, nigga. I love Queens, but Brooklyn, I don't love Brooklyn. Brooklyn is crazy. <laughs> better not love Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn's fucked up. Yo, Brooklyn, Brooklyn crazy, man. Brooklyn and Brooklyn crazy. Nah, Queens crazy. Y'all well, niggas yeah, are hanging with each other all day and killing each other. Behind the scenes, we were talking about that. You saw nigga, how Queens niggas friends be killing each other in Queens, man. Brooklyn, Brooklyn friends don't kill each other, man. Really? Nah, if I don't like a shit. nigga, I don't like them. We don't hang together. Y'all niggas. Brooklyn niggas don't kill their friends. Nah, they, they probably do, but nah, not like he, that. Y'all queens, like, niggas, like, like stack and chinks. Niggas hang with each other and kill them at the end of the night. That's fucked J, up, like man. certain shit. That's fucked up. Certain shit look a little crazy. Y'all niggas is fucked up. You gotta know the story behind those niggas. It, no, man. now it's the story. I, I know the stories. <laughs> Yo, and these niggas is doing this shit from private houses though. At least we in a projects apartment. These niggas oh, got backyards and they kill oh, us. Oh man, that's, that's why everybody say about queens. Fucking that, backyards. That shouldn't mean nothing, my nigga. How you? How you an angry nigga with a backyard? Everybody say that shit about queens. Oh, you got backyards. 
Yo, why Everybody you say that? How you an angry nigga with a backyard, my nigga? Brooklyn niggas got backyards too. Got side block niggas, but most side Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn is nothing but projects. That got a big front yard, nigga. Yeah, front yeah, lawn, yeah. nigga. And that's the concrete jungle. You do not see oh, a flower God. out there. All you do is smell piss, weed, and crack. Well, crack not no more. Crack is not around no more. Niggas still smoke crack. What? The young niggas smoke crack now. What? Young niggas smoke crack. No, no, no. no, no, no stop Damn. it. You making shit up now. Come on, stop. There ain't no young niggas smoking no fucking crack. Ain't no young niggas smoking. We're in Brooklyn? All over niggas smoke. Oh, yeah, you don't want to say in Brooklyn now, huh? Nah, Brooklyn, niggas in Brooklyn smoke crack. Who? Nigga, where? Niggas all over smoke crack. Crack don't even sell no more. How you know? You want to say that on the tape, nigga? <laughs> Edit that shit out. Nah, crack crack is still out there. Oh, what? Yeah, niggas still sell crack. I don't. I don't even respect crack dealers, honestly. I don't respect crack dealers at all. I don't respect that shit because, like I said, how it damaged oh, my family. How it damaged my family and how it damaged family. So I've never been the type that um endorsed crack deal. I sold crack for like three months or some shit like that. Hmm. And then it wasn't for me. I was a weed seller, though. Before we get out of here, let uh -huh. me ask you a question. Who who can you say off the back that you don't fuck with or you don't want to say that? In order for me to say I don't fuck with them, that means I got to fuck with them. I don't know time for shit. Let like me explain that. to you why. Slick, that, slick, right? it's a I, I got it. I got it already. Yeah, you got I, it, I, I right? Get it, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's a like when people down, say, yo, if you don't fuck with me, tell me. Uh -huh. Nigga, I got to fuck with you to tell you I don't fuck with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything is shown better than it's told. You can't just don't fuck with somebody if yeah, you don't, I don't know, fuck you don't know who you. they are. You know what I'm saying? Chill, G. And, he cool, man. That's it. And my nigga. Hey. He been cool since before you got here, Look, man. So and my you, nigga. Why you don't invite him to pick eater then? Yeah. Like, huh? Why you don't invite him to pick eater? Nah, that was slick. That was good. I like how you did that. That was good. Yo, but look, though. Yeah, he, he, at the end of the day, right? <laughs> quick flip. Flip. I, I want everybody, and I can say this wholeheartedly and honestly, I want everybody to succeed. I want everybody to win at what it is you're doing. Just stay the fuck out my way. Got you. And don't disrespect me. So there's and no there's no rappers that you that you that you have a bad, that that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Pause. A few of them do, but niggas is bums. Mm. A bum is see, listen, a bum <sighs> is not money. Mm -hmm. Bum is a mentality. Some of the richest motherfuckers is laying on the floor with a cardboard box. And they got the money. That's true. The bum is the mentality. That's true. That's Damn, true. Some of them just niggas take the trains too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. I'm on the train. I got money for you know what you understand what I'm saying? I don't think but how I carry my but how I carry myself, <laughs> I know that I don't equate success with materialism. You like you take the train and talk to niggas on the train. Like, like, I talk to niggas, yo, you know why I talk you know why I talk shout out to homie that hey, I saw brother, on the train today. You know what I'm saying? Because when people see what? me <laughs> wait, listen, wait, 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 you know why? Because when people see me, they say doggy diamonds, thank you. That's what we do this shit for, man. We do this shit for our people to say, yo, my nigga. Thank you. Thank you. I was about to fucking kill myself, kill that nigga, kill my wife, or I was at the lowest point of my life. I was affected by a parent who had substance abuse. When you told me your story, I felt like, and I knew that I wasn't alone. And I see how you overcame that shit. Thank you. That's what we do that shit. Are you married? Nah, I'm not. Any children? I don't have any children. I got a lot of God children. God children. A lot of God children. In a relationship? Raised, you believe it? Yeah, in I'm in a relationship. No, I'm definitely in a relationship. Respect, I'm, I'm respect. engaged. I'm engaged. You're engaged. Yeah. How long have you been engaged for? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I thought you were some bullshit like that. No, 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 no. Like 13 I, I, years. Like, come on, Lord. No, no. At, at the <laughs> end, on, doggy, no, at the on, end of the day, I, I will say this, man. Like, 
Like your, that though. Your queen is very important. Mm. If your breath stink, your underarms stink. Like when a nigga come outside, he stink. I'll be like, that nigga girl don't love him. Oh shit, that's real. Because you had to get past her. She gonna tell you, yo, your underarms is boofing right now. Go hit that water. Facts. If you lay in the bed with your queen, I don't think niggas use that word boofing no more. Again. <laughs> nah, my nigga, this some Brooklyn <laughs> shit. I never heard that word in the years. Yeah, yeah. We, we, like, you know, like, I, I was like, so, so, so my, so my thing is, you know, is is very important. <laughs> For for somebody to keep me on my toes, you know got what I'm you, saying. Got um, you. I've I've had women shit on me, leave me, kick me out, throw me out in the street. What? Yeah, after I did the Frank Lucas interview, I remember I came in the crib, my ex shorty, you know what I'm saying. I came in the crib, oh, I was like, yo, shit. I just interviewed Frank Lucas. She was like, where's the money? And I was like, oh shit, you just killed my dream. This nigga got American Gangsta. Nobody interviewing him. Not no nigga from the street. He's doing interviews with. You know, all these top shit. I'm a street nigga getting to interview Frank Lucas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and um it just it just taught me so much. And like I said, you know, Yeah, hey, I broke up from that. That's when I knew she didn't believe in me. Mm-hmm. Once your woman stopped believing, no, she kicked me out. That day. Shortly after. <laughs> when your woman don't believe in you, you done, my nigga. You done. Your woman gotta believe in you. Like they believe in themselves and vice versa. Every relationship I've been in, I'm the type of person that's in a relationship. I say, what is your hobby? What do you like to do? Let's find a way to make some money off that for that's you. Me too. That's, me. that's what I'm saying. Because I'm going to get my bread. Bitches don't. Um, <laughs> but I got to help empower you. <laughs> if I eat a certain way, like I said, see this. I used to be 300 pounds, my nigga. You look mm-hmm. at old shit, I was 300 pounds. Some big punch shit. You know what I'm saying? But my thing was, I got to change my life. I got to live. Oh, you want me to go get you McDonald's? You don't care about me. I can't fuck with you. That's that's a little bit too far. But but no, I'm extreme, my nigga. Are you? A you should have learned that by now. No, I'm a not a vegetarian. You can still eat meat. You are you a picky saying? eater? Very much so. We want All you. Right. We, want, we got a show called Picky Eater. We want you a part yeah, we of. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I ain't eating no swine. I ain't eating no monkey Some swine, ass. my brother. I ain't eating none of that wild shit. So you gotta eat something. But we, 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 tell it us what is an absolute no that you pork. Heard. I'm not eating no pork. Okay, but I ain't eating you... no animal nuts. But you want to try anything else? It's called no picky. genitalia. No, no, <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. No animal you nuts. You only have two two things you don't eat. No nuts and no swine. All right, that's it. All right, All yeah. Right. And, um, but but you know, at, at the end of the day, before <laughs> listen, b- before we go, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Um, yeah, before we go, um. You know, thank y'all for having me. Is there anything we didn't touch on that you want to touch on? Um, Yes. Doggy Diamonds has a podcast network called the Digital Soapbox Network where I have podcasts signed to me because I inquired. I hit Combat Jack up. Mm-hmm. I hit Chris Murrow up. Them niggas dubbed me. Another thing. I'm like, yo, how y'all don't got me in y'all network? I started this gangster shit. This the motherfucking thanks I get. But mm-hmm. then I said, maybe I'm not good enough. Made me go hard. Then I said, hold up. You're a boss. You never was meant to be under nobody. You're a boss. When you sold crack in the street, you never even worked for nobody. When you sold weed, you never worked for nobody. When the OGs was telling me, pump out here again, we going to shoot you. We going to rob you. Well, you just going to have to do it. But I'm still pumping out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I go for the underdog. I'm going to start my own podcast network. And podcasts that I see grinding, doing their thing, mm-hmm. I'm signing them. I'm going to get your shit on iHeart. I'm going to get your shit on Audio Boom. I'm going to get your shit on every major platform, Spotify. I'm going to get you on there. So I got people like Crazy Bone from the legendary um, 
Bone Thugs and Harmony is on the Digital Soapbox Network. Mm. Um, the Goodfellas, they're a big show out in um, Los Angeles from radio. Portia Coleman, mm -hmm. the, the actress, is, is, is a part of that shit. Mm -hmm. And I got some more surprises that I'm doing. So I, I feel good about that, man. I'm empowering. I just believe in empowering people. You know, mm -hmm. um, another thing, I have a series that I do on my channel called The Next Wave, mm -hmm. where I interview up-and-coming artists mm -hmm. that, that need that shot. I was the first person to interview Nipsey Hussle in New York. I was one of the first people to interview Fetty Wap, and I laughed when he played Trap Queen for me. And I was like, this nigga's not going to make it. Mm. And two weeks later, that nigga's number one on Billboard. So that's let me know, my nigga, you got to listen different now. I interviewed Dave East, and this is all on Forbes. You know what I'm saying? So um, I always believed in the underdog. And then a lot of people used to knock me. They say, yo, he's always interviewing old rappers, and you don't interview the new niggas. I'm like, how? I got interviews with Future. I got interviewed with niggas that you never even heard of before, and then they went on to be stars. So sometimes I'm ahead of the curve, and they like to say in the comments, smack, who is this nigga? And then you see this nigga become some major nigga, then y'all want to be on his dick. I have foresight because I know talent. And then sometimes I don't in Fetty Wap. You know what I'm saying? So I say to everybody out there, man, don't give up. Don't give up. I'm a living testament to if you don't give up, eventually you're going to get it. My name is Diamonds for different reason, man. It takes diamonds a while to evolve into diamonds. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It takes a while. A diamond is not built in an hour and a day. It takes years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And also, doggy diamonds come from them when you play tag back in the days. You mm -hmm. put your feet in. Mm -hmm. Doggy, doggy diamonds says to mm. step right out. And I feel like that's when you play tag, you choose to see who's it. And I feel like as doggy diamonds, if you fuck with me, I'm going to make you it. Damn, so that's why I got good, man. Doggy it's doggy fucking diamonds. cool, son. Well, you know God damn. So, you know, Flip, I'm, I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. Don't fucking set yourself on fire no more. Nah, 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 nah. Don't do no shit like that. I'm right, man. Um, yeah, what's the straight about though? Before we go, I, I, I yeah, want to yeah, yeah. ask you this 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 time. Pan African Design. Shout out to them. Okay. Um, also, I have a PO box. Um, the the PO box is 315 Flatbush Flatbush Avenue, on Brooklyn, New York. Uh, um, the 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 zip code is one one two one seven box three forty. If you a black clothing designer and you got gear, send me your gear. I wear it on my podcast for free. So people shit. send me shit. So I'm trying to help black people. He's a good man. He's better than us. Better than us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, because look. Nah, at the, better than us, little Lord. That's me, Lord. Now listen, at the end of the day, right, I remember what it's like to sit in the crib and just hope somebody take a chance on you. That's all we want is a chance. Oh, so, shit, not for bad. Don't, 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 don't. Nah, but, but what you won't do, what you won't do, other people will. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What you won't do, other people will. So panafricandesigns.com, this is this. Everything That's I dope. wear is black owned. Even I used to, I used to have sneakers. Every, everything I wore is black owned. You know what I'm saying? I believe these, these guys right here have a clothing line. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that that's what it's all about empowerment. So if you could look past my brashness, my heartness, there's a good nigga in here somewhere. Just don't fucking play with me. You know. For what anybody I'm saying? that wants, where's the light skin come from? Light skin, my mother. What was my she? My mother's light skin. My mother is black. Both parents were black. My father's black as a motherfucker. My father passed mm. away. My mother passed away, as I said. Okay, okay, and, got, um, it, got it. To deal with black, the thing with black, is, the funny thing is that me being light skin, I deal with colorism a lot. Okay. And colorism is when you're light-skinned, they feel like you're not qualified enough to talk for black people because you're not dark. 
But black, Honorable Elijah Muhammad was light-skinned. Minister Farrakhan is light-skinned. Malcolm X was light-skinned. Uh, yeah, you know no, what I'm no, saying? No, you're going, you're going and, a little deep. And that's some of the strongest... Niggas killed him. So. Yeah, and that's, but that's some of the strongest <laughs> black men we ever seen. It's not open these doors. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm just saying that. So, <laughs> I, I, from Forbes DVD, that's what introduced the conscious community. Mm. We, in, I introduced all them niggas to the world. Word. You look at them interviews early on. And, and that's a yo. I remember calling Maserati. Rest in peace to Maserati Fox. Maserati Fox was always a good guy to me. Rest in peace to him. You know what I'm saying? I used to be on tour when I stayed with him. And, and Fox time. like used to call me. Fox crazy, batshit crazy. You know what bat I'm saying? Batshit crazy. And and I met Fox. They had the dumb out juice. They was <laughs> they was knocking on his door, and his lady was selling nutcrackers out her fucking crib. And I don't know what projects we. And that's when I first met Fat, um, Smack, and. Picture Perfect, and they were shooting a video called 212. Yeah, I mean 212. Was, with your, I was at that video shoot. Yeah, and I think it was Rockaway or American Tower. Yeah, and I asked Fox the illest shit ever. I said, Fox, you being a real nigga from the street, this is me green about interviewing. Yo, Fox, you being a real nigga from the streets. Fox always wore shades, too. I know that. I said, Fox, you being a real nigga from the streets, you G-Unit, you hang with 50 Cent, you from jail, you been locked up. How you hang with 50 and niggas always call him a snitch? He took his glasses off. He was like, yo, I never really thought about that shit before. But he ain't no snitch, though. But I never thought about that shit before. And he was like, yo, you a real nigga. You asked me some shit. You wasn't scared. You didn't give a fuck. I was like, yo, all that could happen is y'all could fuck me up. But I'm going to ask my questions. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I, I first met Trav. <laughs> yeah, I met yeah. Trav. Then I met Roo Spitz. Yes. Then I met um, Joker. I met a lot of them through Fox. Uh -huh. oh, my cousin. Yeah, I met a lot of them through Fox. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Day. I met a lot of them through Fox. I ain't never put Joker on Forbes DVD. We did put Joker on Forbes DVD. Sure. I got a video shoot <laughs> that the footage head. never came out. <laughs> Look, I, I got my, a video. I, 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 just, I didn't put my cousin on here. That's fucked up. Free, free my nigga Ox. Uh, Free Ox, yo, Free Lex 911 DM me. 11. Yeah, I spoke yeah. Lex 11 days. That's fucking DM niggas, but where yo, is he? he? Is he home? He, nah, he be home soon. Oh, shout home. out to the homie King Smidge. I listened to him a video. You know what I'm saying? Um, I used to be in um L-Town all the time, too. I used to fuck with Ox. Yeah, yeah. Mm. official. You know yeah, official. Official. Solid. Ox. Mm -hmm. Ox is responsible for Kaya Baby. Mm. That's mm. how I met Kaya Baby, through Ox. Okay. Okay. That's how I met him, was with Ox. Well, that's true. You know what I'm saying? They He was doing the label... He was doing a label with DJ Self. Yeah, He's doing a label with DJ Self. True. And Buck from Buck is from my hood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Self, Buck, and Ox had a um and, and um shout out to Ox. Um I was in the middle of some Ox shit too when he was beefing with um Damn, what's the nigga name? Um Dice. But he showed the dice paperwork and all yeah, that shit. Surprise, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, oh, I was yeah. in the middle of all that shit. So like I said, I used to, you know, really go and, and, and fuck with niggas and shit like that. Free, you know, Ox. Free Lex 911. Lex, Lex 911 is a good dude. Solid. Queens get nice. the uh, Queens the movement. I was there for. I got footage of Trav, uh, Joker. I met Joff. Joffy. I Joffy. met Joffy shooting a video for Frenchie called "It's Okay." I shot that video. Oh wow. I shot videos for Capadonna. I shot videos for Papoose. I shot videos for Tone Trump, punk ass. I shot videos mm. for Little C's. Cause he said he was with me. So, so Tone that Trump nigga moved out of a picture with me and said I can't be seen with you, nigga. I had you in my hood and you had your fake ass jewelry on. You thought niggas wasn't gonna rob you in my hood because you was with C's. How you know? How you know jewelry? Is Cause fake? he always wore bang bang shit. That shit always been fake. <laughs> how you know that? Fake. They don't make red diamonds, nigga. 
They don't make, make red diamonds. They make canary diamonds now. That's not what's good colors of canary, nigga. Yellow. I mean, a canary. They make uh, red diamonds now. <laughs> my name is Doggy Diamonds. They don't make red diamonds. My mm. nigga. They make red diamonds now, nigga. All right. So, at all. At all. At all. All right. Look. No red at, at all. all. No. If Kobe bought his wife a ring, a purple diamond, how much was that ring? A lot of money. How big was the diamond? So if a nigga got some shit flooded, then he got a $3 million chain on, right? Absolutely not. Shit fake. Bang, bang. I gotta use Google. I don't trust you. Keep Google. I've I seen red diamonds before. How much would it cost? I don't know. All right. So if a nigga got a chain full of red diamonds, you think that shit is real? Oh, that's a hundred. Yeah, there's a red diamond in Macy's. They're for, treated for two thousand four hundred dollars. They treated diamonds. That's what I'm telling there's you. There's a giant GA grade zero point four carat red radiant for a hundred hundred eighty six thousand. They're treated diamonds. Even the one for hundred eighty six thousand is treated. They treated diamonds. Yes, they treated. But it's still real, nigga. It's a real diamond. But it's not red, nigga. What's if the a fuck motherfucking Jamaican bleached their skin, are they white? No. Don't All right, them. nigga. They they treated their skin. <laughs> I got an analogy for everything, my nigga. Can, oh, can reach up to seven million. Red class of color diamonds. <laughs> I'm just gonna chill. Our red diamonds real. Although the natural fancy color diamonds are extremely rare, none of the, none are more so than the red diamond. They stand found mostly in Africa, Australia, and Brazil. Red diamonds are so are so rare that they only around twenty to thirty true red diamonds are known to exist and most are less than half of the carrot inside. So when a nigga in my hood with a fucking chain with red diamonds on, bang, bang. Oh, man. Like I said. Damn. So man. my thing is when I invite you, rest in peace to Mike Beck, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to Mike Beck. Mike Beck was there. You know what I'm saying? Beck was, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mike Beck was my brother. Rest in peace to Mike Beck. Mm -hmm. It was so many, Paul Kane was there. It was so many niggas in the hood that was there. So when I invite you to my neighborhood, when 88 Precinct came, they broke up the video shoot. They mm -hmm. came right to me. They know who I am in mm -hmm. my neighborhood. They like, yo, come on, fuck you doing? Y'all gotta get out of here. I was like, all right. I'm like, yo, but it's C's. Yo, we don't give a fuck who it is. Take these niggas the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the gang book since I was 12 in 88 Precinct District. I, fuck 88 Precinct, but you know what I'm saying? Like the the the... When you from a hood, all the D's know you. They call you your first name. They try to play you. They pull up on you. Yo, y'all kill anybody late? Like, shit like that. That's what I got in my neighborhood. I used to get harassed by the police. Big did too. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Like, shit, shit is real in, in 88 Precinct District. So, if I invite you in my neighborhood and I'm shooting a video for you, in my neighborhood, and mm -hmm. you came from PA, because you ain't really from Philly, mm -hmm. and you're going to tell me you can't be in a video with me, Seeing the camera with me after the fact for a nigga through an email because you dick ride another website. Henry, I don't got no respect for you. All right, can we sign out? Yeah, yeah, we got it. I talk for a living, so you know. <laughs> so, yo, this is the Doggy Diamond Show. Flip the script is gone. <laughs> oh, shit. This is my fucking Doggy Diamonds TV right now. Yeah, Doggy Diamonds TV, episode, yeah. episode 50. Yeah, make sure y'all subscribe to my YouTube. I just hit 100, 100K subscribers, too. Can I say that? Sure. I just hit 100,000 subscribers. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Thank you to everybody who subscribed to my YouTube. I very, very much appreciate you. I'm doing more live streams. I'm going to get flip online even though he don't put niggas on his Instagram this nigga bougie as shit Facts, I don't. you know what I'm saying <laughs> but you know shot but but again before I go 
congratulations to you. Thank you, man. On doing your thing, you know what I'm saying? And shout lot. out to me. I done hit another number 11 in the music category in the podcast. You know, number 11 in the world. Shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? And on Flip the Script podcast, make sure you subscribe, right? Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube and you click mm -hmm. that bell for the notification. So every time they upload a new video, you get the notification. Well. I'm Doggy Diamonds. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Legend, man. Damn. Nigga, too cool for school, man. This is a good episode. How you feel? Did you did you learn anything? Yeah, I, I learned shit before. Yo, stop saying before I came. Yeah, before you came, it was ill. Yeah, whoa, 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 we can't talk anymore. Don't talk. Don't talk, don't talk. <laughs> you out the interview, nigga. It's crazy yeah. how look. He's finished the interview. He put his glasses. Like, he put his shades away. Look, that, he's like, <laughs> I like he, 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 he took his, his shit off. Yeah. Yeah. He overlooked that crazy, but he crazy the motherfucker, right? <laughs> Looks on DC, man. <laughs> Like an RV singer, crazy motherfucker, man. Hello, yeah, hello. Uh, nah, I mean, you know what though? I really, I really, I, used, I really love this shit, and I really love the culture. You know what I'm saying? So when I see people we doing go. well, when y'all hit me up to come, I was honored though. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I appreciate that. I was that. like, yo, that shit is it took dope. A while, though. No, it didn't. I had to hit M right because you was answering my texts at first. I didn't know who the fuck you was, I, cause I don't fuck on nigga. <laughs> yo. I got, I got four numbers, my nigga. Shit get thick. Imagine how many niggas hit you like, yo, yeah, I want to be on your shit. They got his space goes, nigga. Don't like, hit yo, me. He, he be getting tired of them niggas. He be tight. Wreck is an angry nigga. You can't even hit Wreck. Like, I, I I'm like, yo, Emre, what's up with Doggy? I texted him like three times. Yeah. And I appreciate y'all for busting that move for me, too, with the other shit, with, you know, omitting certain shit. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because y'all could have said, fuck that nigga, you leaving this shit in. Nah, 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 nah. I respect that because that's good journalism. I appreciate you. And with me, too, when you do something, I like to say, the sources, Queens Flip. I love that shit. You know I appreciate that, but you know, we about to sign out. And what oh, yeah, well, we ain't signed out yet. Because you, cause we, we allow you I to finish. I for a living, nigga. All right, I'm hold on, time. slow down. All right, that's a. <laughs> G Money, yeah, man. Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Tuesday Friday. Yeah, a lot of, you know. Talk. Oh, my God. This nigga scared. <laughs> <laughs> every Tuesday, man, $2 Tuesday, make sure y'all pop out. You know what it is. Every Friday, we at the ER Barn Lounge. Why you never invited Jenna to ER Barn Lounge on Friday? I just met her, like, yesterday. Uh, no? Well, you know. Okay. Not yesterday, but you know what I'm saying. I guess. And, and she be trying to steal my shit, so I don't, I don't trust her yet. You know what I'm saying? You got a ladybug nigga on your arm? Yeah. What the fuck? Yo, excuse oh. me, stop talking, please. Sir. I thought it was real. I thought you were talking about <laughs> like a real bug. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, so Tuesdays, Fridays, pop out. Hit the Instagram. You see what it is, all right? DJ G Money 156 on the IG. Picky Eaters is back in the session. Season two. Um, You know what I'm saying? Um, what else? What else? Disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the snails last year, right? Uh, <laughs> Yo, um, nigga, you part of Picky Eater now, nigga. You about to do episodes. Space is going to contact you. Please be quiet. Okay. <laughs> shout out to Space Girl. Um, yeah, shout out to Space Girl. Shout out to the whole team, G Money. Shout out to the runway. Um, I'm not sure if I shouted out on the podcast yet because we ain't, we ain't, I, you know, I ain't been up here in a little while. Mm -hmm. um, but we just produced a record for Lil Kim and Fab. It's out right now. It's called Spicy. They shooting a video for it. I think, uh, I think they shot a video this week for it. So look out for that. We on that joint. You know, we did, we just did something for Victor Moan's project. We, we do some record for, for him and um, Manolo Rose is out right now. You, you know, his, his mixtape is out. Right now. We want, we're part of his mixtape joint. So um, you know, it's moving, man. Put put his music out. What you laughing at, man? You good? Yeah. I right, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, I want you to get your shine, man. Yeah, shine time. Yes, Sean, go ahead. Nah, 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 you done? Yeah, yeah. So you're doing all that things, huh? Yeah. I, I'm not a part of none of that, but you're doing all that. You, 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 you know, you. I'm kicked out? No, 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 that's good. The camera, the camera. Can you stop talking? Yeah, like, Nobody me, talk out. when we sign out, my nigga. <laughs> all right, let me sit here like this. Not on some sucker shit, though. I ain't crossing my legs. I'm uh, yeah. All right. You good, though.
You, you, want, you, want, you want to come on, hang out? Sweating though? and no, shit. No, 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 when you're ready, no. let me know. Man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yo, you know what's so crazy? <laughs> uh, these hooligans got me to hang out yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I went downtown and mm. bleak, bleachers and sugar cane. I was outside. And, oh. I, you know, I realized that why I don't go to these places. There's a lot of, you know, Queen Flip was up. And, That's good. And um, it was just too much. That's good. Yeah, you know, I don't like that. It's too much coming up, too much excitement. When people don't see me, they too much touching me. I don't like to be touched. I had to be very, very stern. But, you know, I took a lot of pictures and I was a little much nicer. You know, you know but Jenna was, she's, she's always surprised. Like, wow, people really know you. Of course they do. Nigga, I'm Queen's oh, Flip. Now, you know, I, I got to get cocky, but, I, you know, I don't want to be outside. So man. it takes her to get you outside now. Oh, G, oh! So, you know what? G! We, we go, we're going to, Jenna, are you, you, you free tomorrow night? You, you, you free tomorrow night? All right, so. <laughs> I'll call. I'll hit you up so that we can bring out. Come hang out on Friday with Jamal. Hey, Queens Flip you know man, URLTV.tv. I'm from Queens. Um, you know, shout out to Smack, shout out to everybody. Um, definitely, I want to shout out. You know, shout out to. Um, to uh, remember, get your Summer Jam tickets. I got something going on with Hot 97, and uh, we're gonna be in Summer Jam. Shout out to everyone, my whole team. You know, G Money, G Money Space Ghost Instagram caller. Shout out to everybody over there. Georgie, Jenna, Boomy. Shampoo. Who else? Keisha Streets. I just want to make sure I show these niggas some respect because I ain't going to never do it again. Um, <laughs> face. Face. Yeah, shout out to Face. TMS. TMS. Oh, too much swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't get too much swag on um on uh, Falls DVD. Yo, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's probably yeah. out there. Shout out to everybody, man. For real. Some G shit, man. And remember, lock your doors. Close your windows. Close your blinds. Open your blinds. And if you see a nigga like this on your property, don't be afraid to pull out your firearms. I'm from Queens. Bang. Hey, nigga trying to get me shot? <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid to pull out. I said don't be afraid to use it. <laughs> hey, yo, where you going? Yo, where you going? Just flip the script. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review now.